brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. say the meek will inherit the earth we say the nerds are already in control welcome to the fracking nerds episode number 115 brought to you in part by the destination comics the best place to pick up your comic statues uh games board games i mean not video games uh pop vinyl i know they gotta have a lot of pop vinyl and mystery vinyls also and then the nice thing about it, they're doing a uh, thing over the destination they're doing a uh, trade where you come in, like, they're doing it, like, once a month, bring in your mystery vinyls, and you can trade it out with other people. That's a good deal. Yeah. That's actually pretty cool. Because sometimes you get, like, multiples of the same one. And Especially just, if you're trying to get the whole series. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing I do like what they do is if you do open it and you don't want it, you can trade it out for whatever loose they have yeah. up there from the same series. Yes. Yes. That, that was really cool. I seen some people take advantage of that the other day when I was picking up my comics. <laughs> I'm your host, Doc Martin. Joining me on the show today is... Hello, Rock. How you doing? And Big Brian V. Hello, Brian. Thank you for uh, filling in for uh, the Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So if you already it. lost Robbie to Tampa, and then Swade's got to be the uh, educational... Oh, Lizzie G's grabbing a mic, so this can only go bad. We're in trouble, guys. Am I on? Yeah, you're on. What's up? All right. On today's show, James Gunn explains why we didn't have a dancing group toy. MST3K Marathon is coming, and we tell you what the hottest comics that are coming out in 2014 have already came out in 2014. So our Twitter question is, which is your favorite comic from this year? What you need to do is tweet us at Nerds, or even go on the Facebook page and add your inf- what you think is the hottest comic that just came out in 2014. I know Brian, who is our comic guru, who's already got his list... He's actually so having a hard time. He'll come up with four inches of peace for each of us, I'm sure. Because <laughs> I still haven't read a whole lot this year. Well, the bets. Uh, go ahead, Brian. There's a uh, most of my stuff's going to be image related, but I've been trying to branch out. I've actually been trying to give everybody's like, oh, the new DC 52, you know. And I've been trying to actually read different stuff in the new, new 52. Is so up and down. Yeah. Every, it seems like every comic has a hot period, and then it's just kind of whatever. Like when it started, Action Comics was good. Flash is supposedly really good right now. Yeah. Just nothing stays consistent. Batman which is has been consistent. Batman with Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. I've read it from the from issue one. I'm not current, but as far as trade wise, I'm. So that's like three years ago, wasn't it? Oh it yeah, it's been out for a while, but it's <laughs> so consistent. You're not caught up. It may still hit that sluggish period. Yeah, well, I don't think I don't have is like maybe the last eight issues because I got the last trade that came out, and Fair. they're bringing them out pretty quick. 
Oh, okay, good. Mm-hmm. You guys know the name R.A. Montgomery? Isn't he that mm-hmm. guy from Choose Your Own Adventure? Yes, yes, he okay. Is. Oh, the, that's who made that. The yes. author and publisher who launched the Choose Your Own Adventure series passed away this Sunday at his home in Vermont. He was 78. The cause of death hasn't been made public. Montgomery created Choose Your Own Adventures in 1977, where he spun Edward Packard's interactive kids' story, Sugarcane Island, into a concept for an entire series. He started publishing the books with Bateman two years later. Bantam? Bantam. Sorry, the series has now expanded to 230 books, selling a total of 250 million copies worldwide. Wow. Did you guys play Choose Your Own Adventure when you were younger? I did. However, the ones I read were franchise, so call me a... Fucking Mark, if you have to, I guess. Um, the first one I ever read was one that was actually based on Super Mario Brothers, and I fucking loved it. I was in, like, fifth grade, I think, when I read it. And then I read another one that was from the same series. Um, never really branched out beyond that, because I wasn't... I'm never big on stuff that I don't already know, that, uh, I guess, But they were still good. They were fun to read. school text game. Um, I can't remember what the... I know what you're talking about. It's, yeah, something on my mind. It's, um, it's the... Dun- text? Like, Texas? Yeah, or? you type in, like, you you, you know, it's like you're, <laughs> I know you wake that. up in a room... They showcased it on home on a strong bad email. I remember that (laughs) they use it on there. I forgot what it was called though. I know somebody's probably losing their mind. uh, Yeah, out the name right now. We have a phone number. I can't think of what it would be, uh, uh, but I'm wondering if a lot of those got their, you know, creativity coming from Choose Your Own Adventures. Yes, because I remember. I remember there was one like uh, I'd wager so. You, well, I keep saying Encyclopedia Brown, but that's not it. But there was one that used to be like, okay, if you choose to do this, go to page 11. Yeah, yeah. If you choose yeah. to do this, right. go to page 14. But there was like branch offs. It wasn't like choose your own adventure. There was like branch offs. Like I remember one of them was that I read was pirate. It was pirate themed. Okay. And I remember it was like, if you want to make him walk the plank. And I was thinking, <laughs> man, that's kind of harsh because I was a kid when I read that. Did you ever go back and read other options? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like cheap. Well, yeah. What if I did this way? Well, if I didn't said, like what happened, I always go back yeah. and change You know, them. I volunteer at the book fair at the school every year, and I've always been amazed that there aren't more of them. But last year we saw a Choose Your Own Adventure, Adventure Time. Oh, very cool. That's yeah, awesome. and uh, I actually read it. It was really, really awesome. But, yeah, at least they are awesome and bringing it back. There's, even there's, still, there's still not that many. And as a kid, there weren't that many. I was always looking for them. I loved them. Well, the interesting thing is, uh, even though the, uh, the author passed away, there's still a big community that is still writing Choose Your Own Adventures, and it's big Where on the... Where are they the, putting them? I, a couple, I don't have. I'll post the links on our Facebook page. Oh, but they're online? Yeah, they're e-books? online. So you, what you do yeah. is you would uh, go on there. Like, I was looking at one. It was pretty cool. Uh, it was... Let me see. It was about a, a nuclear... Uh, disaster occurs and so you start off with you get up for the day blah 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 do you head into the nuclear power plant or do you stay home with your kids and if you go to the nuclear power plant I think you get killed pretty quickly <laughs> you are a zombie and you die it's yeah. kind of like the Oregon Trail Jake got snake bit yeah and the guy was saying like <laughs> he's written it so in depth that it it spans a number of years, and so he said. In, oh, that's in, crazy! Your your person will change depending on what they've done and commit. Kind of how I feel like The Walking Dead is. Well, that's kind of cool, especially if it's online because it'd be a lot. I mean, think about how big the book would have to be. So yes. by doing it online, you have a lot more options that way. Yeah, you can create a lot of things. Well, there's a new store coming out that's going to let you pay for your clothes while using your social network clout. I know now that uh, our own Rock here, we can get some free clothes. <laughs> One Piece pop-up store in, in New York City is letting you do just that. 
Swing by 577 Broadway no later than November 17th, and the clothes shop will give you a dollar discount for every 500 followers you have across common social networks. First of all, if I had to drive to New York to do that shit, that's not free clothes. Well, what if you lived in New York? <laughs> well, yeah, that'd be obviously something I'd do. Would you have enough to... Uh, I mean, across for followers, I have no fucking clue how many followers I have on Facebook. Friends, I have over 700, but oh, okay. as far as followers, that's different. Now, Twitter, I don't even have Twitter because <laughs> I don't have Twitter. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Twitter, but, uh, I have uh, 100 followers exactly. I was happy that I reached my 100th follower <laughs> on Twitter. But I'm not on – I just now recently started tweeting more probably the last six months or so. Twitter's just not been an option. And, and Facebook was more of like a hangout with the wrestling or my buddies kind of thing than it is in some family. that Catch up on see. the day-to-day. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I don't have like a 1,000 friends on Facebook. I've never – I mean, probably have two, 300. I don't know. I don't have no idea. I mean, I may not even have that many. I probably have like 100, 250, 200. Yeah, some of the some of the networking on Facebook just blows my mind. Like, I know friends that are musicians that have well over a thousand, but that's understandable because they want to have fans. Oh yeah. But then I know this guy who's like, I went to high school with him, and he's a he's like a bartender out in Lexington now. I don't know what the fuck else he does, but he has like five thousand friends. I'm yeah, like, so they, they, they who are you limits. blowing to get that? <laughs> you know? They they cap limits too. Like, if you're a cer- just a regular person, unless you have your, like a certain kind of Facebook account, I think five thousand is the limit. Mm. Because I've I've sent a request to like a wrestler, an independent wrestler, and it's like they have too many friends they can't they cannot <laughs> accept any more friends at this time they got to remove somebody before yeah. you get in there yeah. with the one piece pop-up store you will be capped at five hundred dollars so that's more you know so one dollar discount for 500 followers that's not a lot of money to save it's still a cool option i mean if you've got a lot, lot of followers true. and you can get five hundred dollars worth of which uh, basically means celebrities only yay yeah. <laughs> more benefits they, they don't need like yeah. c-list celebrities not yeah. a-list because they're uh, they would go beyond A-list celebrities have their own fashion Yeah, I don't think they're worrying about getting $500 worth of clothes or making a $500 discount. Yeah, for someone like like Jay-Z, $500 is like an hour's worth of income, maybe. I don't know. What was Michael Jordan? He he was making like, I think it was like twelve hundred dollars like a second when something like his that yeah highest point and anybody in bill gates is, yeah. yeah bill yeah, gates yeah. is somewhere between like three and four hundred thousand a second i think That's so crazy. yeah it's fucking stupid <laughs> yeah when, they, when you think about that kind of money and on that level you're like man you know what i'm a broke bastard <laughs> <laughs> it's like so that's where all the one percent is going yeah you guys know the winter is coming, and we're about to get hit with um, some snow here in our area in Louisville. Yeah, uh, in fact, it's this week, if I'm not mistaken. It's going to be happening Sunday night to Monday. Uh, a company called Cloud and Heat has come up with a very interesting idea, ideal for heating your own place. In exchange for heat, the German-based firm is offering to put a cabinet filled with servers in people's homes. So Jesus. <laughs> so heat from the server is going to heat up your house. That is a fucking horrible idea. <laughs> First of all, it's going to kill your power bill. Oh, my God. That is going to murder your power bill. The service isn't free for homeowners since there's a one-time undisclosed installation. <laughs> Gee, imagine that. Though they will take care. Uh, the good news is the cloud and heat takes care of the electricity and Internet bills. So maybe they cover your electrical bill. And uh, to run their server. Still, though, I don't. Not, I, Servers can definitely get warm. Oh, I guarantee <laughs> it. But I mean, uh, to generate, think if you have a big house to generate multiple floors and stuff, that's crazy. Would that be like the new fireplace? You have to put a server in the middle of your room <laughs> to keep you warm, hang some uh, stockings on it or whatever. Just ignore that. That's our server. <laughs> well, guys, I know many of us wanted a baby dancing Groot. 
but there's none out there unless you went to Etsy or something like that for a homemade one. So we'll explain why they're not in stores and when you might get one when we return on the Fracking Nerds. From New Japan to WWE, Back Row Hecklers is a comprehensive show that brings you news from the squared circle. Interviews each show will feature new up-and-comers as well as legends of the business. There will also be tell-all stories from the road as well as current news from WWE to the Indie Feds and everything in between. So it doesn't matter if you're a smart or a curtain jerker, join us at Spreaker.com or subscribe to Back Row Hecklers on iTunes. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a big fan of the show. I bet you wondered, hey, what do those nerds think about the nerdiest things that are going on during the week? Well, then visit our website, FrackingNerds.com. FrackingNerds.com is a daily website featuring cool video, geek stuff to buy, and weekly TV and movie reviews. You can also follow us on Twitter at FrackingNerds or Facebook.com slash FrackingNerds to get the daily updates and when our podcast goes live. So remember, that website again is FrackingNerds.com. Welcome back to the Fracking Nerds. This reminds me, I saw an awesome video yesterday. Someone took um, clips of Vader's scenes from A New Hope, and they dubbed over all of Darth Vader's um, lines with James Jones quoting Bible scripture with the the hushed overtone of Vader's mask. Oh, really? It was the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. Because as soon as he utters blasphemy, I'm just like... Somebody's dead. Like I don't know who, but somebody's fucking dead. What right was now. the other one they did where they edited on an old James Earl Jones yeah. movie? Vader sessions. Yeah, yes. fucking hilarious. That's, <laughs> like, that's probably my favorite video on YouTube. But that inspired me to watch this one because I didn't see this one. But this one wasn't funny. It was just like holy shit. Because <laughs> he's he's like as I walk into the valley of shadow, it's like we're fucked. We are so fucked. <laughs> Like, Vader will kill everybody in the room if he's fucking spouting off God quotes. Uh, the biggest movie that came out in 2014, I would have to say, would be Guardians of the Galaxy. It was definitely the most fun. Well, yeah, yes. Um, more fun than X-Men. Definitely more fun than Captain America. No, I'm going to disagree, but that's just me. I'm so. a big X-Men fan. I liked uh, Days of Future Past. I think it oh, was... I love Days of Future Past. I think it was probably... It. I liked it better than Guardians for... T- Two reasons only. The, uh, the two reasons are the end of Guardians when they did the dancing fucking scene and Ron and I wanted to puke. But I'm not. I'm not hating and shitting on it because Guardians was way better than anything I thought it was going to be. Hmm. It was fantastic, and it's. I think it's going to be. Guardians is the number one movie, 2014. Money wise, there's the money. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. By far. That movie had such good word of mouth. Yes, and not just that. Plus, but it's it was, Marvel. I didn't. My Guardians of the Galaxy. I never read it, so that was great mm-hmm. for me because I was I, I was going to see it live on the big screen. Wait know? a wait a goddamn minute! Maleficent made more money than Days of Future Past. That's that not, was that that's was not the fair. girl movie. That's the girl. Out. That's the girl. That's movie so not fair. I heard it was actually not bad though. I didn't hear great things. I didn't hear bad things. But I, I heard it wasn't things. bad. I I don't. But I mean. Um, We'll have to see, but I, like you guys were talking about Big Hero 6, my kids loved What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Big Hero 6. I loved it too. Yeah, they loved that movie. So, Which is the interesting part with Big Hero 6 is if you check out the comic, comic is completely different than that movie. Mm-hmm. They just yes. took it and they said, because okay, Disney. We're, yes. we're going to make it because, uh, like, Baymax is his dad's former, like, butler, hitman, or whatever. Yeah. They can change into a monster. Yeah. Compared to, you know, created by his brother who created a, a nurse, in essence. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. Um, I haven't seen the movie, so but I didn't read the comics either, so that's, I'm kind of clueless when it comes to talking about Big Hero 6, but... I know that from the commercials of it, it seems like it's more of a um, – it was more geared towards the children than possibly the um, the comic books was. Oh, very much so, yes. Right. Yeah, no, no. It's, mm. it's definitely – I was expecting a little bit closer in the – yeah, it's way off. I heard that the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, though, was closer to the actual Brian Michael Bendis comics that he wrote. Like when the, with the, the more recent than Because yeah, so the, the Guardians have been around since like the 70s. That's the one where concept. He's, no, so. there was the one where he no, because the one that introduced Star Lord, put Rocket Raccoon and Groot all together. That 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 series of comics came out like I want to say 2012. That was oh, um, there was wasn't there another one that was earlier where uh, oh, there was one back in the 70s. That, no, no, the Charlie the one where they came out, he tricked them all to to bring them on to help him. And they got really pissed off. I when have they no idea. Out. I didn't read that. So, oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't read the Guardians of the Galaxy. So when I went and saw the movie, it was all kind of new to me. And I, when Thanos' chair turned around and my 10-year-old son sits in a movie theater and goes, yeah! He's like, <laughs> he's like giving me nuts. He's like, Thanos! And I'm like, that's my boy. You know, because... <laughs> Thanos I, is fucking nuts, dude. Oh, I absolutely love that. And I love that we got to see Ron. And I love we got to see the collector. You know, and then even to not to... Fuck it. If you haven't seen my now, fuck you. The, the the Easter egg at the end with Howard, mm, Howard the, the Duck. Duck yeah. Fantastic. So, but the only reason I put X-Men above that is because the fact that we got to see so much of the X-Men dying. <laughs> you know, like, oh, we got to see the fucked up little movie. And yeah, it had a, and it was just, it kind of brought the X-Men Brian Singer movies and the new uh, First Class and this movie. Ma- they, the Matthew Vaughn they brought style storytelling. Yes, yeah. they brought it all to kind of together in a nice little bow. And plus, this is the first movie we've had where it showed truly how bad fucking ass Magneto is. Yeah, I mean, he's done some really cool shit. I loved it in the second movie where he, you know, absorbed all the iron out of the guy's blood and created that little metal platform for himself to break himself out of prison. Like, that was dope. But yeah. compared to lifting a fucking stadium just yeah. so you can protect the White House from anybody getting in so you can just unleash your own brand of hell, yeah, Don't. that's outside the box. Yes. <laughs> like, that's yes. crazy. Uh, and I think that he, the Fassbender had it down. He nailed it. He nailed He's that just young good. Yeah. He's just fucking good. There's not much else I can say about the guy. He's spot on amazing. I can't, I'm not going to ever argue with him, but if they say Guardian's better, I, I, it's 1A and 1B to me. Here's you know? the one for me. Um, I'm, will, I'm waiting to see Guardians again so I can make a true judgment call, but as of right now, since I've seen them both a second and Days of Future Past case third time, I honestly think that Winter Soldier is actually a better movie than Days of Future Past. And I love Days of Future Past. It's an easy, yeah. like, 9.8 out well, of 10 Winter for Soldier me. Is but Winter Soldier is a better story. It's yeah. just so better. I think it's better crafted. It's better beginning to end. I noticed more flaws in Days of Future Past as I was watching it, but that doesn't mean it wasn't enjoyable. It was yeah. great. I think that... It was 14 years since the last one. For, for the very first one. 14 years of just 
amalgamation yes. of everything that just needed to happen. And I'm know. an X-Men guy. I love X-Men. X-Men's my stuff. For other people, I may like Avengers, Turtles, whatever they like. I'm The X-Men is my forte. So that's the reason I put that there. I think that the reason Winter Soldier was so strong is because of the original writing, Brubaker's writing. Mm. In the original, the, all right. that source material yeah. came from Ed Brubaker the, when he wrote Creative. The story Bucky was crafted and, better. Yeah. For, for Day of the Future Past, it was more about just like, let's see how much shit we can cram into this and make it look good. And they did a good job. They did a better job than something right. like Spider-Man 3 did. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> but we don't need to talk about that. That's another discussion for another day. Oh, yeah. Um, regardless, in terms of days, I mean, don't get me wrong. You I've can't go wrong with any of those three. absolutely love that movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if anybody said one's better than the other, I'm, you know, I could be like, ah, well, I disagree, I agree, whatever. But if anyone came to me with any of those three and said, oh, man, this movie was better than that one for the year, I think it's a matter of opinion, you know. But all three of those movies are good movies on their own, not just superhero movies. They're just incredibly strong. Now, if someone comes up and tries to tell me Amazing Spider-Man 2 is better than any of those three, then nah. we're going to have a problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're we're going to have to have a talk. Be like, well, no, like, well, this movie was not enjoyable it's not good in the long run it's not gonna do anything for well, anybody Peter it just Parker sucks. cried a lot in that movie dude if you go back and look at it he is crying or moping or emo a fucking lot and it had so many and I like because the kid. he needs humanity <laughs> <laughs> I like the kid who played Norman Osborn I like that kid I loved him in Chronicle what about great what about that shit that they were bringing up that the possibility of an Aunt May movie I think it's being destroyed okay oh. uh, is that is that still a part of this, today's little rundown because I'm no, gonna no, wait it's not. It's, that because I'm nursing a hangover so I don't, I don't, I'm already angry I he's like I'm fucking leaving I, I, from what I <laughs> know no I'm ready to there's fucking no unleash truth shit. behind that but yeah, I think the internet should have, you know, <sighs> okay. shit a bigger brick than they did with the Ben Affleck. Okay, thing. so very much so. When it comes to consoles, yes, I'm. I wouldn't say I'm a Sony fanboy, but I'm definitely a loyalist. But when it comes to their external media, oh my fucking god, I want to punch their their executives in the face. I don't understand what their boner is about keeping this franchise. that's really not making them that don't much forget, money. Don't forget, we're also getting a Robin Hood shared universe. Yeah. <laughs> God, no you get your no. little John movie. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Will Scarlet in. <laughs> it's sad because I was having this discussion with someone yesterday. Um, I pointed out to them, like, you know, people can say what they want about the Fantastic Four movie, you know what what they're doing with Doom, making him an elite hacker or whatever the fuck it is, which oh, is God, kind no. of irritating. And it's probably not going to make for a good movie, but I'm at least willing to wait it out. Regardless, I still feel like the F four franchise should probably go, would probably be better off back in Marvel. X Men is at least still doing good things, and they have at least one more good one on the way in a couple of years. Spider Man, oh my fucking god! <laughs> Sell him back, please. It's it's fucking miserable. Like it just nothing is good anymore. None of the the upcoming projects are good. None of the prospects are good. Nothing that they have been pushing out of their ass is good. It's just. No, just get rid of it all. Can you it's tell so us terrible. How you really feel about <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man? I don't have a script. <laughs> I don't have a script yet. I can write one, and because that would be the only way I can probably get up in my soapbox and just but take a giant shit on everything. Happy about Ant Man? Do you look Ant Man? Oh Ant-Man? yeah, uh, I wasn't happy. Edgar Wright left the director's chair, but no, because I of circumstances. But yes. uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna definitely gonna be checking out Ant Man. I mean, it's it, it gonna have his flair to it probably because he was involved for so long. Don't you think it still will have some residual effect? He will. On Time that. will tell. As long as well, Adam McKay doesn't tear it too much apart. But Adam McKay he works well with Paul Rudd too, though. Should, yeah, should be fine. Uh, well, also, Except in Anchorman. Too. But didn't Adam McKay have his hands in down uh, Eastbound and Down, right? And that's yeah. Nice. I want to say it was oh, him and Will Ferrell. I that. absolutely fucking adore. Yeah, but they can't Danny do McBride. some of the humor that. But they can do some of it because you got to figure that Scott Lang is kind of a. 
smart ass dickhead yeah. kind of guy. Apparently, he's not a criminal now. Is what they've. That's the fucking rumors. stupid. I can't stand when they actually. Shit around I'm, too I'm not much. very familiar with Scott Lang, so I'm. This will be like a, a head first kind of thing for me. It'll be like watching What's Guardians. Cool? I didn't know anything about any of the Guardians going into the movie except for Rocket Raccoon, and that was only because of another different game. You know yeah. what? So bothered me about the Amazing Spider-Man two. Everything? Well, there's a lot of things. But the part that blew me off where I was just like, I actually just yelled something. I was watching it, and it was during the graduation ceremony. And Aunt May walks up to him and goes, it's sad that your Uncle Ben wasn't here to see you. And I was like, fuck you, bitch. My parents are not here to see me either. But God forbid we talk about them. It's all about you, isn't it? You're a dead husband. <laughs> I, I think that Sick. I enjoyed Amazing Spider-Man 2 because of the fact that we're getting to see Spider-Man on the big screen. Did it have a shitload of flaws? When I watched oh, the second God. time, did it hold up? No. Did you but see it's the, the, the th- highest selling superhero? Spider-Man? The, yes. I mean, I believe it. For the 2000s, Spider-Man was hot as fuck. Yeah, Especially yeah. the early, t- the first half of the 2000s. Jesus Christ. Spider-Man 1 and 2. I know you... Have oh, your God illusions dude. about them. I enjoyed the movies, and they made way too much fucking money. Right. Oh my God, those movies made a shit ton of money. Even, Spider-Man three had a, three a godlike it budget. Terrible. That was awful. three was bad, but I, I've spoken. I, I've popped off on this before. Spider-Man three to me is Sam Raimi's fuck you letter to Sony. That's <laughs> yeah, essentially what it was. It's a two hour long fuck you letter. Yes. Yes. Well, to get back to what we were talking about, James Gunn talked about why there was no dancing baby Groot toys as soon as the movie okay. came out. Needs to happen. He goes, while we were shooting the movie, I brought up putting the dancing baby Groot <laughs> out like, as a toy. A the reason it didn't happen is because you have some control in the film industry over secrets getting out there, but the people you don't have much control over are the toy people. Unfortunately, those toy designs get out always, and people definitely would have gotten a hold of baby Groot if we had started manufacturing it in time for it to come out after the movie. So that was the biggest reason they didn't push on that particular element. I think they're working on it right now, and they're, I, said, I think they're hoping to have some stuff. I know, um, let's see, Pop Vinyl's going to be coming out there in the end of this month, and I think a couple other... Oh, are they finally announced that for the end of November? Yeah, and I think a few other manufacturers so are coming out. I still it. have mine on reserve over Destination. I still haven't decided if I'm going to keep it or not. All it is is a bobblehead. Because really, I'd only have it just to take it to work and troll people with it. <laughs> that's, that's really the only reason I wanted to get it. That's fun, though. That's why you get it, you know? Right, right, right. But spending the money on it is kind of like, eh. And trust me, if I'm giving money to anybody for those, it's going to be Destination Comics. But it's still just kind of like, eh, holiday season, you know. Well, the one movie you think, we... You think, you think, you think. One movie that we all enjoy. I don't know. Have you seen this, Brian? Old boy? Have you seen the movie? The original, uh, not the original, the yes. Oh, I seen the original a long time ago. Okay. It's yeah. so yeah, fucking the, awesome. As far as the remake goes, I haven't seen it. The one with... Um, uh, Josh, Josh Brolin, Brolin. directed by Spike is Lee. It, is it Morgan Freeman no, or Samuel Jackson? Samuel Jackson. If it's a movie, yeah, God, you know Samuel Jackson is going to be. But in you it. know, I wanted to see the remake so I could compare it. But I would have to go back and watch oh. the old one because I think I watched the old one. I want. Isn't it from the eighties? No, no. two thousand three. No, really? Yeah. yeah. Maybe then I haven't seen it. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of something mm. else. Then I was old. Thinking. Old Boy is an incredible movie. the The original Korean Old Boy is fantastic. In fact, I still haven't seen the first or third part of the trilogy. It, it has subtitles, right? It's, there's not an you, English okay. version. So you can watch it English dubbed. In fact, if it's still available on Netflix, that's how it's pre- how it's presented. Okay. Or you, it's, it, since I, I actually own a copy on Blu-ray, I always watch it in Korean with English subtitles, just because okay. like with English sub with English overdubbing, it just doesn't sound right. Like I no. hate the how the words don't match up to the lips talk moving, and that drives me insane. Some people don't like movies with subtitles, but 
A couple oh, of the movies I've had, the best movies I've ever seen in my life I've seen in subtitles. City of God. Brother, Brotherhood and, of the Wolf. Uh, <laughs> the movie's fucking amazing. Be, uh, and it's in French. I'm trying to think of the other name of the other, the sequel Pan's to the Labyrinth? City of God. Pa- wasn't Pan's Labyrinth in Spanish? Most with, of it. Mo- originally it was, yeah. And Run, Lolo, Run. Is that, run, Lolo, Run. Forgot is that, that. G- g- Glimmer of the Toro, right? Yeah. That wasn't his first movie, I think? No. No, 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 no. He did Blade 2 long before that and the Hellboy movies before that. Pan's Labyrinth was like 2007, 2008. I think that was kind of his passion project that he wanted to do. It was weird as fuck, though. Should have stuck with Blade. Director Park Chan-wook, who did the what they call is the Vengeance Trilogy, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, Sympathy for Lady Vengeance, and Old Boy. I think Sympathy for Lady Vengeance is on Netflix, along with Old Boy. Uh, and he also apparently produced Snowpiercer, which I have not seen. And the only person I hear that doesn't like is Daniel Tosh. He's going to be directing Second Form, which is actually going to be a sci-fi project. Mm. I actually have a friend who really didn't enjoy Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer leaves Shriver? No, it's Chris, uh, Chris Evans. Evans. Chris Evans. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen it. I've seen the advertisement for it. I've seen the trailer, it's but good. I haven't seen the movie. I heard it's, it's really good. Secondborn's going to take place in a futuristic world where neural microchip implants store consciousness, which human nature being what it is, leads to people heading to the black market to switch the bodies. In addition to Park, the other great news for the project is it is coming original script from David Yagerman. It was part of the came in second place of the Script Palooza screenplay competition in 2010. The last movie that pretty fucking Park deep. made was Stroker, I think, with the uh, Stoker. Uh, Stoker, yeah. yeah, with it uh, was Nicole Kidman and Matthew Good, and yeah, I remember. I haven't seen that movie, but I remember seeing trailers for it, and it was like the creepiest fucking. Is that the one thing where like she life. pees on him or something like? So that? as I understand <laughs> it, um, husband dies, mother and daughter do not get along, and I stress, absolutely fucking hate each other, do not get along. Um, father's relative, I'll say, and there's a picture. It might have been his brother, could have been his first cousin, I don't remember. But they basically both fall in love with the guy, and it just gets fucking silly. But And I know that sounds like a standard love triangle type story, but the way that the cinematography makes it look and the way it comes off as how it's portrayed, it's just it's disturbing. It's completely insane. So you watched it all? I have not watched it yet. Okay. I've, only seen the, I've only seen the trailer. I, want, I wouldn't mind watching it. It's just going to be a matter of time. What yeah. are we looking for on, on Kenja? I'm looking for, uh, I'm looking for uh, the uh, Star Wars quiz that we're going to talk about next. Apparently somebody came out and said this would be the toughest Star Wars quiz that you can ever take. And I'm just going to roll through it and see if we could actually answer the questions. I also saw the guy who was in uh, Inglourious Bastards got cast as a villain for Civil War, which should be cool. They just haven't announced who it is. Daniel Brule. I think uh, what, his name char- is. what character do you think he's going to be playing? From Civil War? Jeez. Um... I think is like there weren't any villains really in Civil War. That's the whole point. Everybody was fighting each other. Oh no no no! At the beginning of that Nitro, he's the one that caused all that. Remember Nitro? Uh, I thought it was just a fr- I Nitro it was like blew a up occurrence West that Virginia. Yeah, Nitro Nitro blew up in West Virginia. Basically, killed a whole bunch of people. And so after that, they decided. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. ...that you had to register your identity. And so half of the Marvel Universe, like Iron Man's like, I got no problem with that. I'm Iron Man. I'm Tony Stark. And then Captain America's like, no, there's no way we're going to make superheroes unmasked. And so they, you know, that's the, it went right down the, the thing a lot of people don't know is Mark Millar actually wrote Civil War. Oh, yeah. And that Steve McNiven, yeah, Steve McNiven draw, uh, was the artist behind that. But Michael Turner did the variant covers to the original Civil War comics. Fantastic stuff. Rest in peace, Michael. Turner. All right, here we go. This is the Star Wars episode four question, uh, toughest question ever. 15 of them. I don't think. I don't know if they're going to be that hard. Before every Star Wars movie begins, George Lucas generously provides a short prologue to update viewers of events in the Star Wars galaxy. Who is the only main character mentioned in the rolling prologue that precedes the events of the original Star Wars film? Is it Obi-Wan Kenobi, Darth Vader, Princess Leia, or Luke Skywalker? I'm going to guess Leia because she was the only character in the movie that was like royalty. I'm going Vader because it said precedes. Yeah, which Leia did too. Because if you think about it, like the movie opened with the oh, Imperial right. forces invading the ship. So yeah, right. I'm I'm get my guess is Leia. They're all in the movie. You're right, genius. Even though I've only seen the movie one time. Right, you can jump in anytime. Opening sequence of the original Star Wars film features a riveting battle between Imperial Star Destroyer and a small freighter carrying Princess Leia. Aboard this freighter are R2D2 and C3PO. When we first see these two droids, who is accompanying them? Is it another protocol droid, Princess Leia Organa, Death Star droid, or another astromech droid? I know Leia was with R2 because she had to record the message. I think message, it's the protocol. But it's I don't the, think that's correct. I think it's the protocol droid because it's the silver one that's walking with them. That could be right. Yeah, I, I think so, That's too. as good a guess as anything. Let's go with it. It is right. Oh, yeah, the silver C-3PO. Three, three Who was the first character to utter any kind of speech in the original Star Wars? R2-D2, Darth Vader, Princess Leia, or C-3PO? I'm going to go with Vader, because they busted onto the ship, and he just starts talking people down. Uh, I'm pretty C-3PO, but I could be wrong. Actually, he might be right. Fuck. What do you got Damn to it. go with? That's a coin flip, because I sure as fuck don't go remember. Go 3PO? Since I can't decide and he's convinced, yeah, let's go C-3PO. It is C-3PO. Cool. Look at us. I sworn I thought it was Vader, but that's fair. In a last attempt to saw to save stolen rebel plants of the Death Star, Princess Leia downloads them into R2-D2's memory banks. R2 and C-3PO are then able to depart the freighter that they are using on escape pod. Why isn't their escape pod destroyed? Uh, where the company trying to save uh, ammo, the escape pod goes completely undetected. Imperial troops hold their fire as there are no life forms aboard. That's just, that's it. I mean, it's not that hard. That's the whole reason she sent the droids, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> I still like it in Family Guy. They were like, oh, there's only life forms. It's like, what are we doing? Saving bu- bullets here? Why are we not shooting? The lovely Princess Leia is unfortunately captured very early on in the film by the tyrannical Darth Vader who claims her correctly to be a spy. Princess Leia denies the accusation, suggesting that she is a member of the Imperial Senate on a diplomatic mission to which planet? Gee, I wonder. Could it be Alderaan? It would be Alderaan, planets? wouldn't it be? Where are we at on these? On? Uh, it's number five. It's number oh, six. Well, okay. Princess Leia tried to throw off her Imperial captors by telling them where the rebel base was located. What system did she send them off to investigate? Tatooine, Hoth, Naboo, or Dantooine? Now, this I don't remember. Where the rebel base is located? I'm pretty sure it's not Tatooine. Hoth. Because uh, I'm trying to remember which planets were even utilized in the, the 4, 5, 6 trilogy. Well, it was Tantooine... Hoth wasn't even... Oh, wait, Tatooine. I'm, I'm fucking stupid. Tatooine is where Luke was living at the time, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah I'm dumb. Yeah. 
I had to make my connect connect the dots. I think it's either Tatooine or Dantooine. Mm. I think the rebel base was at Hoth. No, I mean, she sends them off to investigate a location. She's lying to them. Mm. Oh, I don't Why know. would you not send them to Hoth? They get murdered there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's some crazy fucking shit on Hoth. All right, we're going Tantooine. Okay. That's wrong. It's Dantooine. Dantooine. I told you it was a flip. You had a flip coin. C3BL has a per chant for name calling when it comes to conversation with a little buddy R2D2 during an argument. Just preceding the breakup after landing on Tantooine, C3PO refers to R2D2. By which of the following cruel phrases, undersized rust bucket, pile of completely uncouth nuts and bolts, ra- round-headed galactic trash heap, or nearsighted scrap pile? I'm going to go with the last one, but that's probably wrong. Actually, no, like, round-headed galactic trash heap sounds a bit more like something Mr. Anthony Daniels would say. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. that. And wrong. It is. Uh, I was right the first time. time. Fuck, why did I second-guess myself? All right, we're just going to end this. This is taking too long to roll through it. Uh, they don't seem to be that hard, so I don't understand why this is considered. They're not super easy, but they're not like, oh, fuck, I don't know. Yeah, you have to have watched the movie more than once to yeah, know them consistently. It's if you probably want, been a long time since I watched Star Wars. If you want hard questions, uh, get the Star Wars Trivia Pursuit Edition, because you know there's some hard fucking questions in there. Like, oh, why would I know that? Dumb it's, shit. Next yeah, time. like they want you to know the uh, in... Around the 43-minute mark of Empire Strikes Back, what is the name of the droid? Exactly. It's all just like, I, I wouldn't care. All right, guys, when we return, uh, do you have plans set for Thanksgiving? Oh, yes. Well, they may have to change when we tell you what is happening on that day when we return on the Fracking Nerds. In a land of pop cultures in the time of computers, wars have been fought. From playgrounds to comic book shops to online forums, bloody battles have raged on to decide who here knows all. And one podcast has thrown the gauntlet down to challenge them all. So put your flame shield up and enter the Nerds of the Roundtable. Nerds of the Roundtable is a discussion of all things nerd and geek. Check out each show on Spreaker.com like to join the discussion follow us at fracking nerds on twitter and we will announce the next live taping are you looking for the hottest toys the most awesome games and the newest comics look no further than the destination comics the destination comics is your home headquarters for funko pop vinyl the largest selection in all of kentucky are you in need of some hot comics titles to read over? Then visit the Destination Comics, where they offer variants of all major comics. And don't miss out on the newest releases. Tell the guys at the Destination Comics to pull your favorites for next week. Be sure to visit the store at 5031 Showyville Road in Louisville, Kentucky, or check them out on Facebook, the place where all the fracking nerds shop. Looking to get more information about the Frackin' Nerds? Well, you can go to our website, FrackinNerds.com. Go to our Facebook page, Frackin' Nerds, Twitter, Frackin' Nerds, Instagram, Frackin' Nerds. Or you can call us at 931-279-6373. That's 931-279-6373. And if you say something interesting, funny, or witty, maybe we'll put it on the air. Or if you have a good question, we'll put it up and throw it to our group of nerds. 
Hulk Hogan is teaming up with Scooby-Doo. Warner Brothers and WWE are teaming up for another Scooby-Doo mystery. Because uh, that fucking divorce took away so much of his money. <laughs> Did anybody see the, your, his the other His son's court one? case, too. <laughs> right, oh. there was that. I forgot oh, yeah, about that. Like, I think he's still in jail. And his oh, daughter's wow. failed music career, you know, just all kinds of shit. Not a good time for the Hulkster. Well, the Hulkster uh, He's still an icon. Got on YouTube yep. to announce it, and he doesn't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Let's back it up. I want to turn the song up. It's going. You know, usually it's crazy at Hogan's Beach Shop right here. There's tons of autographs and tons of Hulkamaniacs running around. But today it's belts, more intense than ever. The pythons are double pumped because of all the autographs and all the pictures we've been taking around here today. You know, the word is on the street about the brand new movie Hulk Hogan starring in. <laughs> and you know, I'd like to shout out a special thanks for all the support from the WWE Universe and all my Hulkamaniacs. That's why I can make this special announcement that WWE Studios and Warner Brothers are teaming up to make a brand new sequel for that huge success they had this Was year. it a huge success? Scooby-Doo, WrestleMania. Mm, you know who you should go to. But this time, the sequel is starring yours truly, brother, Hulk Hogan. And with all that said, sequels have to be bigger and better than the originals. That's why this one is going to have faster-paced action. Ooh, faster-paced action. scares. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> me, Hulk Hogan, Rutt-Row. So in closing, wow. I guess all you've got to say to all the Hulkamaniacs and to the WWE Universe and all the Scooby-Dooites, what you going to do when Hulk Hogan, Scooby-Doo, and of course Shaggy run wild on you, brother, Ruh-Roh. Oh, Lord. Scooby-Doo's a whore. He is a whore. He will whore out with anyone. Well, I want to bring to the show Jason Crow is coming in. Hello, Jason. Boy, hello, hello. Hello, hello. He, he got lost coming all the way out here to where <laughs> I live in bumfuck Egypt. So thanks for making <laughs> it out. He is going to be part of our uh, studio guest hosts that are going to be we're looking to fill Rob's seat, and it's a big seat to fill. So he's going to be the first one coming in. Doesn't bode well that he was late, so I don't know. No, they, <laughs> they, you're fine. You know, <laughs> got to make it up for the. <laughs> thanks for coming. The next, the next hour, you're going to make it all up. So luckily, I made it in time for Hulk Hogan to say "rut roll." I know, <laughs> right? Did you see the original that shows up the show as WWE show. <laughs> video? The original? Yeah. No. Okay. I remember hearing about it. It was supposedly Cena decent. something like that. Maybe it, Punk was From in what it? I heard, it was actually supposedly decent, but I never <laughs> better check it out. Like, I, watchable by those who, even those who hate wrestling. Yeah, maybe. if you like Scooby-Doo, I'm sure it was great. <laughs> what if, preview, I remember that. What if you hate Scooby-Doo and wrestling? Should you avoid it? If you <laughs> hate Scooby-Doo and wrestling, then you should probably not even listen to the last five minutes of the podcast. Oh. Just yeah. go back in time Plus, if you hate get your five minutes of life back. Better question, who the fuck hates Scooby-Doo? Like, I don't, <laughs> ever, I've never met anybody that hates Scooby-Doo. Ooh, I know some people that really dislike Scooby-Doo. They're mad because back in the 70s, he was actually supposed to be like a stoner. You know, his middle name's Doobie. Mm-hmm. I just hate Scrappy Doo. <laughs> oh, Scrappy Doo sucks. He was annoying little shit, wasn't he? He's an asshole. My uncle Scooby will fuck you that's, up. That's what I popped when I saw the uh, the movie, the live action one with Freddie Prince and uh, Matthew Lillard. Yeah, when the, the the villain of the movie was Scrappy. Scrappy, Scrappy. Was yeah. Like, fuck yeah. That and like a, a heel turn of all heel turns. <laughs> yeah, it was actually that was easily the best thing about the movie because the movie wasn't very good otherwise. But that was that was well done. So does this Hogan thing mean that like he's going to tag with Scooby later? Because they brought him out, they brought Scooby out to, with Sinkara last 
time they promoted those oh, movies. Oh, jeez. I don't, I don't know how those movies are. Does Do they wrestle, or do is it like oh, a typical oh, I'm sure Scooby-Doo Scooby movie yeah. where they're there to help to solve the mystery? Oh, there's going to be Barbie a mystery involved. sit here yeah. and don't have a clue. The mystery is why is it happening? <laughs> WWE the mystery is because money. WWE wants to make money. Exactly. <laughs> the big bad is Vince McMahon. There, I spoiled it for you. Uh, <laughs> it's me, Austin. It's always me. <laughs> I'd be pretty excited. Oh, God, don't do that ever again. (laughs) The writer and producer behind well-loved TV series such as original Battlestar Galactica, Knight Rider, Magnum P.I., and Quincy has passed away. A lot of people in the... the entertainment world has passed away this uh, this weekend. Glenn A. Larson, yep. who is the uh, he's cr- he was the creator of the shows. He also created the theme songs, and he uh, won an Emmy. No, sorry, uh, a Grammy for the original score of Battlestar Galactica, mm. and three times for Emmys for that same song. And you know, that's one thing we're missing is good opening theme songs. Usually it was a way to tell a story of what's going on in the show. I mean, it's not like there's not still good ones. I mean, Game of Thrones, that theme is pretty insane. Sons of Anarchy, so. even. that's that, that, when it, There's wrestlers that come out to the Game of Thrones and do Sons of Anarchy theme music. So, I mean, in Breaking Bad, I mean, it was kind of simple, but still the... It was very mood-setting, though. Like, yeah. It was supposed to be a dark show. So, yeah, so, yeah. and even The was, Walking Dead. I mean, The Walking Dead, yeah. that eerie music they play at the beginning of it. But it's, I understand what you're saying, too, like, words and music. You know? Right. It's kind right. of, we don't have well, she a, just brought up Firefly, and I thought that was kind of oh, yeah. horrible. Oh, horrible? <laughs> he doesn't like it. <laughs> 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 yeah, you have to forgive Marty though. He's an unabashed Firefly fan through and through. He's oh, so fucking biased. <laughs> I love Firefly, but man, that theme song. I was like, "What is happening? What am I going to watch?" It was Josh Whedon making a song, so <laughs> <laughs> trying to be all go- hey man. Country those, and everything. The Buffy and Angel themes were good. Well, yeah, that was what Nerf Herder, and I don't know who did Angel. I don't know who did Angel. It was Dar- Darling Violetta. That's what Angel it was. That show got, was fucked. Well, Angel's that, theme only got better in the second season when they had that more of the rocking. You're just trying to kill Brian, aren't you? you uh, the, I, I enjoyed it with both. I mean, even like the standard violin okay. theme, I really liked it. But yeah, once they had, finally added the drums, it got a lot better. Uh, Jason, what is the most recent, like what we were talking about, uh, theme song that stood out to you, TV? Yeah, uh, TV, I, I'm kind of with him. I kind of. I'm a fan of Sons of Anarchy, so okay. you know all that, and they brought in a lot of music throughout their entire show. Oh yeah, like uh, Shooter Jennings had a couple of songs I think that came in at the end of theirs because I know his ex-wife's on the show, Jared Amato. She's yeah. on the show, and then uh, they've done. A, I want to say Kurt Satterley, the guy who uh, I maybe screwing that name out of hell, but uh, the the showrunner, the guy who writes the show, I think he's married to. Um, Sutter, and, Sutter's married to Katie Seagal. Yeah, yeah. Katie Seagal. I want to say Peg Bundy. <laughs> but yeah, he's married to her. Yeah. And she had a... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, I want to say she sang one of the songs real, this season. Like at the okay. end of the, se- yeah, end of the songs. It, but it was a cover to something. Yeah, she's done a couple covers throughout. But that was pretty cool, man. If you haven't watched Sons of Anarchy, don't get me wrong. It, half the time you're like, how do they get into so much shit? You know? <laughs> but I've had, I actually have an uncle who, my last name's Vincent, man. Every major funeral of someone who's over the age of 70, there's somebody there in prison garb, seeing their oh, relative wow. go away. So, I mean, you know, my dad came from a family of 13. But he was in the Louisville Outlaws, and he said that show was pretty much as close to accurate when it comes to really motorcycle gangs at, at that level that, that it could be. Oh, wow. So I thought that was pretty cool for him to give it that nod. Yeah, because they, they get in all kinds of trouble like, yeah. constantly. It's, 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 there's a, the, the, love, the thing I like about that show is any show where they're not afraid to kill off one of the main characters – don't at any time, I'm not caught up. Yeah. At any that's, time, oh no, I was gonna say it. that's yes. why people jump losses shit for so fucking long. Well, that's that's what I wish people the walk kept dying. No, Daryl has to die. All right, <laughs> so the fan goes shut the fuck up. I okay, Daryl has to die. Daryl doesn't fit in my world. He's not in my comic book world, so he has to die. Well, you know, there's a lot. I will celebrate too when Daryl dies. There's a whole <laughs> lot of differences between the book and the comics, and the TV show, the comics, and even the novels of the, of the Walking Dead. Right, yeah. they're a lot different too. But uh, the, they all include the basic aspect of having really good character development. So to me, I mean, I, I can watch the Walking Dead and appreciate that we have this show and not go. Ain't supposed to be that way. That bitch is still alive in the comics. This is bullshit. I do get upset about it some, but at the same time, I'm just glad we're The Walking Dead's number one you show. You think in the Kirkman world. writes for the trades? I think he writes for the uh, omnibus. Really, he does. Oh, really? Money. Yeah. Oh, I guarantee fucking it. If you think about it, when the arcs end, it's lots of times they don't end on the on the on your trades. Like you're like, oh fuck, look where my trade ended at. Well, you yeah. know, but the omnibus usually ends right on the mark. Well, it that happens story at a arc. cliffhanger, so you're yeah. wanting to go buy it and. But, but the I thing still is, do single issues though. Walking Dead is one of the probably ten books that I still. Sometimes there's yeah, just good nothing happens. Like oh, early on, issue, the, yeah. like around the prison time, there was people were like writing, going, "Is there anything there's going to zombie? You're going to walk and talk today? Yeah. Just yeah. a lot of dialogue. It was. It was a lot of people talking. So people went to the trades then because you know I even went to the trades then for a little while. But I'm back to where I, right around 100 when it's set. It's set back up since issue 100. It really has when the whole all-out war with Negan and everything. Fantastic. Yep. And that's what everybody's waiting for now is Negan. And- now, did right. you guys see the Too Many Cooks thing on Adult Swim? I couldn't bring myself to watch it. <laughs> you haven't watched I it? I couldn't bring myself it's to watch it. It's actually pretty catchy. I've heard so much about it, but I haven't. Hmm. It, I don't even know. It apparently it. ran last week, like on a Wednesday or Thursday at 4 a.m., and they said like 20 people tweeted about it, so the people that created it were kind of happy. They did this like a year ago. And then somebody posted it up on YouTube, and it just blew up. They weren't expecting anything like it. They figured it would just show... Three million like, views in a little over a week. That's yeah. pretty stout. Well, that's yeah. not counting the other one that it's was... not fucking nerds numbers, but it's still good. <laughs> yeah, I just want to give you a little bit of Too Many Cooks. It's about 11 minutes. It takes a lot to make a stew. Oh my god, it's so 80s. It's very 80s. A scoop of kids to add the spice. A dash of love to make it nice. And you got too many cooks. It's like small wonder again. Too many cooks. Too many cooks. Too many cooks. I seen that fucking hashtag so much last week. See, the funny thing about this 
is the theme song keeps going and they keep adding more people to the show. And they even do it in different styles. There's a G.I. Joe style. There's a Roseanne style where they're going around the table. And it's a white family at first and it turns into a black family. And in the middle of it, there's a serial killer that's hunting them down and killing them. <laughs> well, now I'm interested. Yes. Would you say he's cooking them even? Well, he does. He cooks and eats them. Uh, <laughs> there's a serial killer in there. I'm going to be wondering. And you see him randomly in the shots. I don't know if uh, we'll see him here soon. So it's only 11 minutes long yes. <laughs> for a fucking theme. And is the, it all and intro? The, and the very cool thing is is when they do different styles, like there's a Battlestar Galactica version, uh, they, the theme goes to that. Uh, let me see if I can actually get to that. Or the G.I. Joe one. Oh, yeah, there's the Wonder Woman one. The chick's what? just spinning around. What? Long time. Look at that gleam in Elrock's eyes. He's like, what? He's like, what the fuck? She just spins around for like a minute or two. Yeah, Linda Carter, straight up. That's exactly what that was. <laughs> she just keeps going. Oh, yeah, you gotta remember I'm hungover. I can barely see right now. That was the world's worst superpower. There's the serial killer. Hey, that's racist, man. That guy was black. One of the guys he ate. And yeah, laser uh, beam shooting kitty. Okay, that's tremendous. His smart is what This is the story of Cooks. Cyber <laughs> Optimized Knights of Science. Defending they went deep. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. When it comes to the future, you can never have too many cooks. That dude has done so much voiceover stuff. That guy right there that you just heard. Well, he took over for the one movie guy, I think. I think he does the... Who uh, passed away, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, Don yeah. something? He does, who like... Who was the, amazing. The one where they do all the sins of a movie or something like that. Mm -hmm. and now they're doing video games. So if you haven't checked out Too Many Cooks, um, it, it... Speaking, he, speaking of things on Adult that. Swim, why are you going to jump my shit for watching Rick and Morty for the first time this past week? Oh, my week? God, I know. He goes, I just found Rick and Morty. I was like, where the fuck are you No, been? I didn't find it. It was introduced to me. <laughs> I was hanging out with friends. They're told... Another friend of mine is like, when, look, you have to watch Rick and Eric Morty. Eric and I are sitting here talking about something that's really good, you should listen and go, I'm going to check that I don't out. even remember you guys discussing that. I'm well, being straight you, up honest Do you now. think Too Many Cooks is really good? I, actually, I did. At first, I was just like, this is going to be stupid. So, but then when they started... So what he said just they might start be just sprinkling <laughs> in the different theme songs and stuff. It was very witty. It's... It's almost but, like a uh, brilliant, but fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I could sit through that. That's the whole point. Like, okay. It changes. It changes. You could sit in it. We yeah. have, as a society, I feel that we, especially as our generation, have come to expect this to, for any kind of humor intake. In fact, just this past week, I was watching. Anybody seen the Totino's commercial for Tim and Eric? One of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Something and it's was funny based with on, Tim and Eric? I'm dead serious. It was fucking hilarious. And it based itself entirely on that kind of humor. It's just like, oh, this is so fucking ridiculous, and da-da-da-da. I just fell in love with it. I was like, I have to have text from this on my phone, like sound bites so I can use for my text tone and shit. And fucking, it was just so funny. I loved it. Speaking of commercials, have you seen this one here? I know this is great. Too many. Why did you type in cooks with one O? Too many cocks? Too many <laughs> is cocks. That a, is that a porn you're watching today on YouTube, Marty? Come on now. No. Freudian slip. Is it Honda? Skeletor. I did watch there the Skeletor's go. Best Insults video, too. That was awesome. No, Skeletor is now forever. selling uh, Hondas. Right. 
Salutations. It's yes. me, Skeletor. Remember the I had that figure. You felt when you got me Why wouldn't you? I still because have that again. You, you had He-Man. You had to have Skeletor. <laughs> I may still play with that figure, actually. You have Grayskull so and uh, Snake Mountain? I'll have Yeah, Battle Cat was so posable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worst fucking rot figure ever. There he is. Clumsy mortals! Get something you love at the Happy Honda Day I do kind of want a Honda event. now, though, so I guess it works. <laughs> even I just have, bought uh, a Honda. Strawberry Shortcake and uh, Well, now I don't want it anymore. Hey, uh. it's me, Strawberry Shortcake. <laughs> Remember how big I wonder, is this the... It looks like this is the robot chicken, chicken, guys. And then you left me when you got uh, a fancy computer. So. Well, Click on Show More, you might find out. With a new Honda Odyssey it's pretty smart, though, because that's pretty much the demographic that's buying cars right now. And that new car smell. Now, here's what I'm bothered by. So, this is just my uber to, nerdiness. To throw this up there, you really are not a fan of Tim and Eric? No. The only one I'm a fan... The only one I'm... I enjoy watching is the Paul Rudd one where he's watching himself dance. Old Spice commercials? No. Paul, what? Have you not seen the... What? You didn't like those? Oh, what? my God. Oh, they were hilarious. The I Old Spice commercials, the like Terry Crews ones, the perfect man. Oh, like, that, oh, those were oh, that, Those were Tim, Tim and Eric. Eric. Yeah. I feel like mostly Tim and Eric, the show especially, is like they sit around and go... All right, uh, in this episode, we're going to take out a balloon, and then I'm going to let out a little noise out of the balloon, and then you're going to let out a little noise out of the balloon, and then I'm going to let a little noise out of the balloon, and then we're going to put the balloons in our mouths, and then we're going to let some more, and it's just like repetitive, and then we're going to have the video just chop up and keep moving. And That's kind of uh, what this commercial did, but it did it in such a, I don't know, to me it was it did it in a very distinct, funny way, but I guess later. I was saying here with Jim. Jim, this would bother me the most. She's on here. Because we can totally tell with the sound off. It comes with a rear view Watch camera. Watch shows up. <laughs> Pandora compatibility. I'm sorry. Old school G.I. Joe was not around when Jim. That's that's a guy like 15, 20 years older than Jim. So I'm bothered by it. It should be the six inch hey. figure coming up. Some chicks like older men, dude. What can you do? <laughs> you think Jim was, though? I have no yeah, fucking clue. She was, she was maybe 17 at that time. What the fuck do I know? Well, when you see the movie when it comes out. <laughs> Remember, that was the I'm movie actually, you pick or something like no, that? No, <laughs> I actually still want to see that movie because I think it's going to be a fucking train wreck. Yes, I am definitely interested in seeing that movie because I think it's going to suck that bad. It's probably going to be really bad. Oh, yeah. Didn't they like, do... Is it, it's not the same people who did like Josie and the Pussycats, was it? That, it's no. the same... It's the guy who directed G.I. Joe Retaliation. John R. Oh, yeah, Chu, bad, I think. Yeah. So... Speaking of Josie and the Pussycats, Retaliation uh, was still better than the first. The one. new Archie television show is going to have Josie and the Pussycats on there. What? Yes. <laughs> I don't know how Archie show is going. Are they going to set it in the fifties? Are they going to do it like what oh, the what's, balls? What's the new, is it is it Life with Archie is kind of set in real time? Like uh, uh, after life present with day? After Life with Archie? Is it Afterlife that's set in present day? Yeah, with okay. the zombies. Yes. All right. I think I only read like the first issue of that, and I thought this is too fucking far out there for me. I, love, I like zombies, but I never. <laughs> You're really fine with regular that. Archie, but when you're bringing in zombies, no, no. I, I'm not a huge Archie guy. I mean, Jughead was okay. Who is a huge? Well, who? He's crossed over with everybody, though. I think. Yeah. He's done. Uh, I know I the Punisher. He's got Predator coming up next. Yeah. Yes, be done. Punisher. It's yes. Kind of, kind that of shit's gonna be fucking weird. Archie Predator crossover. Remember like, we talked about it. Yes, I remember. That I I feel exactly. They go the same on way. a it's they go on a trip ridiculous. and then he likes Veronica or Betty and he <laughs> follows them back to Riverdale. It's like what the fuck is going on in this? I can see that being an animated series then, just crossing over with so many different characters all the time. Because fuck it, why not? Well, it's, it's live action is what they're doing. Oh, is it? Li- yeah. Oh, well, that's even more weird. You guys ever seen High School USA on uh, what is it? Uh, uh, that Disney sounds ADHD, the uh, animation, domination. 
Maybe whatever. not. It's the one that has Axe Cop before it. You guys ever watch Axe Cop on Saturday nights? Mm-hmm. No. no. No, that one's new to me. Oh, just, just I don't watch TV on Saturday nights. Not at home. Are you by yourself a lot? <laughs> Apparently I am, especially with what I watch and everything. And then he's going to come, you know. Secretly, a, I'm going to watch In a year, he's going to be like, what is this Axe Cop? Why didn't anybody <laughs> tell me about this? I still toys at Toys R Us, then it must be successful. Little, at least a little so bit. More I don't understand. I didn't discover Community. By discover, I mean watch for like three years. And he's still he didn't give me this much shit when I started finally watching it. Now it's Rick, with Ricky Mori. It's like oh, the world's fucking coming to an end. <laughs> I don't get you. I don't get you. It's a good show, and Dan Harmon created it, which is why I brought up Community again. Yes, there you go. It's a good show. It is very good. So uh, fuck you, Marty. <laughs> High School USA is a show. Set in the kind of the river, uh, Riverdale with kind of Archie characters and everything, but it's a very much adult. And so, if you like Archie and you like more of adult themes, that's you, if you've seen Axe Cop. Axe Cop is actually written by a ten-year-old and then drawn by his father. That's kind of mm. cool. Yeah. So when, when you're yeah, old, like he rides a, the mm. cop rides a dinosaur. Oh yeah. When, if you yeah. watch it and you're oh, just yeah? like. And then, and but then he like, killed everybody. And then it's like, it's very much, you could <laughs> tell a idea. child wrote this. Yeah, because the, the toys are like a, it's almost like the dinosaur from Toy Story is who the Rex Cop, yes, who is like who the <laughs> awesome. Cop, Loved Rex Cop's pet friend, partner, or whatever is. So, no, that's, um, that's in one of the, I think in the comics, he had to get a, uh, uh, a they went to a dinosaur world. Okay. I feel yeah. like something called Axe Cop that I should just see it. Oh anyway, yeah, you definitely just because should see of the it. name. Oh, it's so and it's uh, the guy who does. Uh, oh, what's his name? Do does the voice from uh, Parks and Rec? Uh, the guy with the beard. Oh, no, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman does the voice. He doesn't have a beard. He has a mustache. Oh, he has a mustache. Well, I mean, Nick Offerman occasionally has a beard. The actor occasionally has a beard, but Ron Swanson, the character, is very much known. For he just mustache. feels like he would have a beard. I don't Ron know. Ron Swanson is awesome. Yes. Well, fuck yeah, he is. He's Ron Swanson. Why wouldn't he be awesome? So check out Axe Cop if you if you're not like uh, check out Rick and Morty. That is a very good series. Rick and Morty. I, I okay, the line that sold me on that show. I've only watched the first episode. Was when they popped out of that portal when they escaped that dimension. Morty lands next to his crush. His crush is like, "Did you just pop out of a portal?" And he's like, uh, uh, it, "My Ferrari's in the shop." In the most awkward voice possible. <laughs> and I was like, "Pause it. That's the line." That motherfucker right there is getting laid. And then he was like, "No, nah, I was just joking." I'm like. <laughs> they killed it <laughs> after that I was convinced yeah that show's great that show is so crazy by the first season I don't think it, the original Rick and Morty are alive anymore they've it, been with the Lucky Land Slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Killed and destroyed by it also, other Rick and Mortys. It also gets me that uh, both Rick and Morty are voiced by one of the co-creators. Like, Justin Roiland voices both characters. Yes, yes, he does. Whereas the rest is, like, an all-star cast, more or less. Spencer Grammer, Chris Parnell, Sarah Chalk. Like, I was like, I recognize I think they're bringing on more people for next season also. Could be. Well, the MST3K Thanksgiving Day Marathon is coming back. Did you guys check it out last year? I did not, but I would definitely watch it this year. Because MST3K is awesome. They were going to pick six episodes that are going to run on their YouTube channel and also on their website, MST3KTurkeyDay.com. I don't know if they're going to be some of the old school ones from Comedy Central or the sci-fi ones. I'm pretty excited about that. I, I'm, I think I'm going to throw it on, just especially annoy Lizzie over there because uh, she just can't get into it. <laughs> what, MST3K? Yeah. Me wow. Really? Mr. Science like Theater? Yeah. Oh, my God. I've seen a number of their uh, where they've done it live <laughs> at the theaters. Oh, those are great. I don't know. Maybe because I have that same type of humor like I've. I'm thinking exactly what they're saying. Yeah, it's it's very much like my sister and I used we, we used to watch bad movies and like not, the Battle of the Gargantuans was one of them and she would literally mute the TV and then just start doing the lines and making fun of it. So she's like the precursor to what they're doing. So I have like a, a lot of love for for that show. It is crazy what they had to go through. They would pick nine episodes every season and have to watch them six times in a row. <laughs> so understand they're watching nine bad movies. Six times in a row, and then counting all the other ones that didn't make the cut to show for that season. That's got to wear on you after. I think that's why they finally yeah. just said, fuck this. I can't keep watching that this. Yeah, but horrible. they obviously made money doing that, though. So they're making money to watch bad movies. And it came. <laughs> and it, was a, uh, public, it was a big hit. It yeah. was a public okay, access okay. show, I think, in Minnesota or something like yeah. that. That's yeah. where it started. So that says something for going out and making a public access show. I, I remember a public access show. Well, there's a couple of them around here about 15, <laughs> yeah, 16 years ago. Yeah, we did from ago. Parts oh, yeah. Unknown. <laughs> Jason has been a part of I was, numerous, I would say, right? Public access I shows? Too, yeah. yeah. yeah the, I guess the, the best known was uh, I Ate Poop, which was like Jimmy Humphrey. <laughs> that used to come on right after From Parts Unknown. Did it yeah. really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. We, we used to come on right after right after From Parts Unknown. I remember that. That was 1999, maybe? Right. Long time ago. <laughs> I almost got in trouble at work because... Uh, they came in one day and they said, oh, somebody said that uh, you guys were wrestling in the studio or whatever. And I was just like, no, we didn't wrestle in the studio. No. No, we put people through tables in that studio. <laughs> the scariest was that one kid. Remember, we were back at the old public access studio and the one kid was going to do a moonsault from a truck onto a, like a table or something. Yeah, and it was just, wet outside. Yeah. yeah. And he slipped and did the frog splash instead. Yeah. And, and we're sitting there just like, if he oh, gets hurt, like what do we that. do here? Is this just public access? It was a Saturday, too, that we were doing it. It was early Saturday morning. Oh, you yeah. sell it. You just got to sell it. Yeah. I put my job on risk for that show a lot. We had times. lots of fun. I remember Kevin Hell, the host. Remember when he, yeah. got, a, he got a concussion? <laughs> oh, yeah. When uh, a 15-year-old lockdown powerbombed him through a table and his head hit, he got a concussion. <laughs> and so he's like coming back and his the pupils of his eyes are like, you can't see, of course. That's because the table like uh, broke so quick, didn't it? Oh, he went straight through. It's like yeah. uh, the table didn't break his fall, but it was so, so funny. Did I drop an elbow on you, Marty? <laughs> no, you gave me a stiff shot to the face. Okay. 
<laughs> I did something. I remember. Yeah. No, was this a long time ago. the KLXS studio? Like, yes. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So yeah, we did it at the old studio. <laughs> like your show was far more exciting than when oh. I had one. <laughs> well, ours was just like it, it first started off at and it, it wasn't it yeah. wasn't mine. It was somebody else's, and I yeah. just I joined in on it because I was the one working on the show. It was a wrestling public access show where they kind of just broke down wrestling, mm-hmm. TNA, WWE. It's when they were really popular at the time. Yeah. And then it turned into them creating their own personas and then feuds would start. So the announcers here who had discussions, it would be like ESPN starting talking shit about each other on the show. And then wrestlers would come in and everything else. And, oh... I was just doing sketch comedy poorly. <laughs> there were storylines to this. Oh, yeah. We had fun. We ended up going. Fake show about fake wrestling. Yeah. We ended up going out to Bargetown in the J.C. Belly's backyard. And oh, yeah. That set the ring up, and they would go do lot. We would, they would tape stuff out there to, to have on the show. And I remember uh, River City Redneck. Yep. Gosh, I think. And then uh, Kevin Hell, and then uh Bob Takahashi, Tanahashi. Yep. It's Kevin's brother. Yeah, there were so many good characters on that show, man. And then we'd have other guys writing in. And they were like, oh, this we got a backyard fed out here in Fairdale. <laughs> and these guys want to be part of the show, too. He's like, well, come on. We'll put you through a table. Come on. Come on. We had fun. We had a lot I feel of like fun. you have to bring the show back. Because public access now is just web series. Like, everybody's just doing a web series. Oh, now. is it? So, oh, yeah. so, okay. See, if there had been YouTube back in the day, I think it would have been a lot more successful. Well, yeah. Than it would have. It might have had a chance. But being that our airtime. I think was 1 a.m., like a Wednesday night or something. We had the worst airtime. I'm surprised it got like that. I, they must have signed up for it because usually the 1 a.m.'s one is when they're like, that's a little a little rough. Oh, there was some crazy stuff on the public access. Strange, there was some stuff. strange stuff, man. Well, I mean, Crazy Kiff was on like at 7 o'clock yeah. on a Thursday. He may still actually be was on. Was that the guy <laughs> yeah. that used to scream and cuss and, and he was like a preacher and he was older? No, that was, no uh, this is a long-haired, like, kid or whatever or a guy really and the one thing that got him in trouble and i know we're going over public this. access of louisville kentucky so our listeners are not from here are just completely blown by this conversation <laughs> so funny, though. uh he got in trouble because he put a uh they had a board meeting yes and one of the board members you remember her name i, I don't remember her okay. name but i, I remember, don't remember he didn't like her happened. very much so he put the video of the board meeting and then over uh put a video of a vagina <laughs> over the lady's face and that ran for 30 minutes. Yep. Oh, that's fantastic. Wow. And then no, I think another episode he had like dildos walking around. Yes. Oh, it's fantastic. So that, that one got moved to, and he was trying yes. to sue Time Warner, not Time Warner, Insider, Intermedia, or whatever it was at the time. Store, maybe. Store, TK. No, I don't think it was that old. It was, it was either Intermedia or Insight because yeah. I came in at TKR. Yep. So... Yeah, uh, yeah. I got to see. Sorry a lot. to sidetrack you, but uh, <laughs> no, let's no, talk I, about our past. I got to see a lot of uh, interesting uh, public access show. Yeah, the most interesting one were especially ours. Uh, I eat poop. Uh, Coolin with Wes. Coolin uh, with Wes. Yeah, uh, Pondo Wes had uh, Skull Talk. Man, man, Pondo. He I showed hardcore. That. He had hardcore matches. He just turned the tapes in, but he had hardcore matches, and then he would have oh, like really? some naked chicks on there. Oh, oh man, wow! Never, and he ended up getting like that. in trouble like after three episodes oh. because like he showed like bloody death matches, oh, and then like, hey girls, and these girls walked in and they had bags over their head, and they all took their shirts off. <laughs> it was just bizarre. I'm pretty upset that I missed that. Actually. Oh, no. Some of the girls shouldn't be taking their shirts uh, off. Then, oh. then that should be all right. Then. Yeah. And we had, like, what, Bearded Clam Bake? They finally, I think yeah. They got pulled. And, oh, some, some really good I ones. I wish I knew that guy's name. There was a guy. He had a white beard, and he was an older black guy. And he he preached, but, like, You're he talking about the guy who had the, gloves, he had the, the, he had the rubber gloves on and stuff like that? He was worried yeah. as owl shit, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then we Crazy had the Tarzan guy, too. Remember him? 
He wore a loincloth. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He would Did preach. karaoke. Yes. Yeah. There were some eccentric uh, yeah. characters, to say the least. Actually, the one that you're talking about, the, the black guy with the mustache and stuff, I think he still, might still be on. Yeah, some of those are still doing their show. That's so, insane. I was called anti-Semitic by one guy. Because <laughs> he thought I was purposely taking his show off the air, which I wasn't. And then he thought, oh, I must hate Jews because I don't want his karaoke show to be on. <laughs> of course. That's how I am. That's how I roll. All right, guys. When we return, Homestar Runner Creator has got a new webcomic. We'll talk about it when we return on the Fracking Nerds. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a big fan of the show. I bet you wondered, hey, what do those nerds think about the nerdiest things that are going on during the week? Well, then visit our website, FrackingNerds.com. FrackingNerds.com is a daily website featuring cool video, geek stuff to buy, and weekly TV and movie reviews. You can also follow us on Twitter at FrackingNerds or Facebook.com slash FrackingNerds to get the daily updates and when our podcast goes live. So remember, that website again is FrackingNerds.com. Welcome this morning in a rap song video. Can you help me with my hip hop video? Well, Coach Z, that all depends. Can you get your green mittens on a fisheye lens? I'm sorry, did you just say womp womp? That's right, and you know what that means. I don't. Things are about to get bulbous. Womp womp, I bought a fisheye lens. I make a rap video with a couple of friends. It goes womp womp. All the ladies and men, they know everything is better with a fisheye lens. Hey, that chorus wasn't kidding. Check out how cool my rap points look. With a fisheye lens, you don't need to know how to rap or skateboard or do anything well. Just put the camera on the ground and aim it up. My kicks look huge and my crew looks tough. We got bulbous hands. And bulbous feet. Let's turn your back to the camera. Shake All right, welcome cheese. back to the fracking nerds. I was just thinking about I've the whole public access thing. I remember distinctly on The Simpsons, they always talked about how it was the best way to issue a formal apology. Just go on public access TV and just be like, so this happened. And I didn't mean for it to happen, so I'm sorry. So nobody's nobody's watching it. At least two people have seen it. They had another one. I'm sorry to get back on the... uh, Actually, one guy that I work with had the uh, show where it was just people on a couch. And they wouldn't say anything. Just chilling? They're just chilling. They had the mayor on and everything else, and they would just sit there for 30 minutes and not say anything. It was a social experiment is why he did it. Because I don't remember that one. the whole goal is if people keep watching, expecting something to happen, then you get ratings. They would. It was like one of the highest rated shows on there. People and I can understand next week they're gonna talk. Watch <laughs> anything. I was gonna say anything you can do to pique people's curiosity, you have something. <laughs> do you remember the Lyle James? Show? Oh yeah, yeah, Lyle James. I think he's actually doing a show on online now. But it was very much like a David Letterman style yes. hangout and talk. It was, it was actually pretty entertaining. Yeah, if you don't know Lyle, then you, you you're not. You been in Louisville. Yeah. <laughs> I moved here in 2001. Is that a good enough excuse? Yeah, that would be a good sure, enough yeah, excuse. Yes. So you missed all the From Parts Unknown episodes? Yeah, there were VHS much. somewhere. I missed everything. I missed just about everything Re-release. tech TV as well. By the time I got cable here in Louisville, it had already become G4. So I missed like everything that was named tech no, it TV. It became G4, and then it also was off of the uh, analog channels probably, right? That was the biggest fucking thing where they took G4 off the analog channel and put it on digital only, and everybody's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I do remember that. There's so many was... crappy channels you could pull, but you pull this one Because it was in like the 60s or whatever. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, it was I do remember bad. That. It was just annoying because G4, like, 
I had no comparison to make, but G4 was one of those things I really enjoyed for like a year because I'd only known that as that. Tech TV was but so much better. Around. Tech TV better only retained, what, one show, I think, and that was... What the fuck was that show that Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb GameSpot? did? GameSpot? No. It was one where they reviewed all the games. Yeah, it was. I think it was called GameSpot originally or something like yeah, not that. GameSpot. GameSpot's actually a website. It actually had a name... And I've, it's been so long since I watched it, I don't even remember the name. But the, everything else was just G4. And I was just like, these motherfuckers are annoying. Even with the command attack of the show, I'm just kind of like, eh. But it's a dead thing now anyway, so it doesn't matter. The one thing that I want to talk about and give some love to is Nerd Block. Um, actually, I think you missed uh, the... I still have so much bile for that arcade block just up. based on what it's actually oh, giving you. Stop. That's so stupid. <laughs> it's not like that. Don't worry. <laughs> uh what it does is it provides you a monthly. Do you you have this, Jason, or is it Loot Crate that you Luke, have? Okay, Luke. Loot Crate. Uh, with with Nerd Block, what it does is it provides you a monthly box for about uh, twenty thirty dollars with shipping. You get a free T-shirt, not free because you're paying for it. A T-shirt, usually something like a pop vinyl figure or an action figure. Um, they always throw in a little gum. I just and, enjoy and that you said monthly box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the great thing is, is now they've done, they've doing themes. <laughs> Uh, what was this, uh, Lizzie? Do you remember what this theme was this year, uh, this month that came out? You got a box. Yeah, we got a box. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps getting better. Uh, no. Don't don't remember? God, I don't. You remember. opened the box. Actually, didn't. <laughs> I didn't even know that this one existed though. Oh, you didn't know about this? No, this no. was like the first one that started. Uh, no, I think Loot Crate started first, and then Nerd Block, and I think because of the theme of Loot Crate, Nerd Block started picking it up. Uh, this one, uh, they just had one that just closed for signing up, and you, they were giving away a free signed uh, autograph. Yeah, by uh, uh, shoot, God, my brain is freezing up. Uh, Evil Dead. Uh, come on, Jason. Throw who, it up. Who are we talking about? Sam? E- no, uh, uh, Bruce. Ash. Bruce. Yeah, a signed uh, piece with him. Uh, let's see, is this, this just maybe random shit in here? Yeah, it's just random shit. <laughs> my, this is That's like, Marty's like, <laughs> storage! I know. Yeah, this is my, well, randomly, we this, uh, oh, I know, it came out with the, the Marvel cards here. That's the replica versions of Coulson's Captain America cards. Um, there's a variety. Oh, the, the, yeah, it was, oh, it was Kevin Smith. He had a Kevin Smith t-shirt with Jay and Silent Bob. He got the, uh, buttons. I feel like Nerd Block would probably be more my line than than Loot Crate. Loot, although I love. Well, then all here, the here's the thing you're gonna love. They also have a horror block. Oh, do they? You okay. Get a, you get a horror T-shirt yeah, then and then I want both items. I get. I did. Here's one. forty dollars right now. <laughs> so, because I know you're a big horror fan. And yes, stuff sir. Like that. Can you explain to the listeners the kind of things that you get into? Uh, a little bit of everything. It it took a while. Like uh, with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, when I first started, I was kind of afraid of all of it. Uh, thanks to Night Ran Elm Street, uh, but then I started getting into it. And actually, uh, speaking of Bruce Campbell, like Army of Darkness is one of the uh, original ones that I first watched. And was like, yes, I love this. And then, <laughs> you know, ever since I've, I've been doing that, and now I'm excited about the Evil Dead series. Oh yeah, that's coming to no, stars. That's gonna be six stars, stars, which is yeah. really fucking random. It means there's gonna be a lot of titties. 
Yeah, a lot I'm, of titties I'm and a lot of penises because uh, well, stars love showing penises. Yay! I'm, I guess I'm not gonna hate on it. <laughs> Have you not seen like a Spartacus? Stars? And, Spartacus, yeah. and then the the one with uh, what is the one that the other one you were watching, Lizzie? The uh, the one about uh, uh, kind of was, was it Leonardo da Vinci or uh, oh yeah, da Vinci? Da Vinci. That's what it's called. Yeah, there's a lot of like Catholic penises running Yay! around there. I mean, kind of, I can't descri- you know separate Catholic penis. Why did they do that with the Torchwood when it was on Star Wars? <laughs> Just Captain Jack penis flopping around everywhere. <laughs> That's true, man. That series it was not good. What? The the the. I'm leaving this show. No, the, the that last one. The Miracle Day. Yeah, I, I liked it. It was no. It, was, it wasn't like the other ones. Yeah, though, but I, I did enjoy it. I I thought uh, uh, Pullman was probably one of his best performances though. Oh yes, he was. He was really good in that. Are we referring to just stuff on stars that was good? <laughs> and we're done. And we're, yeah. no, 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 it's fine. I'm, like, I'm, I'm actually like legitimate question because why are we not talking about Party Down? Like oh, we yeah, do Party all Down, the fucking yeah. time. That was stars. Which I'm trying to get through Party Down, but it's on Hulu, so I have to watch commercials all the time. And I, I can hook you up. up. It's, it's apparently has it. penisless. So. so, yeah, there's no penises It's in definitely there, so. quite penisless. I I, apparently that. with stars, there's got to be a do, lot of penises. I recall there were boobs, though, if I'm not mistaken. See, that's oh, one uh, thing I always thought and was I'm back. funny. <laughs> like, people are like, with Game of Thrones, they're like, oh, there's oh, the South Park episode. They were just like, there's penises all over. And I was like, there's no penises. You don't see any penises. It's all like breast and stuff. Hmm. And women start complaining. Like, well, that's just stupid. They're like, women start complaining. like, they're so sexist. And I was like, just watch stars. If you want to see just yeah. swinging dicks. Or go right watch there. porn. It's cheaper. You well, know, it's true. Like something. It's free somewhere. Watch, watch men yes. over and over again. <laughs> well, with NerdBlock, what you want to do is go to our website and click on the link that's on the top right. You can either pick your NerdBlock Classic for $19.99. Arcade Block. Which don't listen to Elrock. It's usually uh, says arcade. He would rather be called video game block. Which it really should be. Yes. Because what arcade game ever had fucking Pikachu in it? That's horse shit. Well, uh, Assassin's Creed. That's. Uh, what the hell is wrong with you? I don't understand. <laughs> Minecraft. That. Assassin's yeah. Creed wasn't even an arcade yeah, game. Minecraft was not. Unless, I, until they give me a figure of Guy or Hagger from Final Fight, it is not arcade block. And then horror block, where you get uh, and what, these three, you always get a T-shirt each month. So you know you're always going to get something very cool. And then the items. Here's the other cool thing that we like doing is, I know this is getting a raw, long one, NerdBlock Jr., which is cheaper. It's like $14 a month. And what we do is use it as reward system for our daughter. So we get it, and it's like excitement. It's like, what do we get? And then she has to earn her chips, and then she can buy things from the box. Apparently that Smurf is worth nothing because she has not bought it. <laughs> sat there in that, that corner. Is, that's a sad fuck. That's Smurf. That's what I think that's like Grumpy Smurf. Smurf. Seen. Yeah. She's like, fuck that Smurf. I don't want no that. wonder she I doesn't was want like, it. I like, what about Grumpy? She's like, no, nah, get the little people there. <laughs> that's fine. Smurf's like, I hate kids. <laughs> <laughs> so go to NerdBlock, check World it out, and dreams. sign up. <laughs> I think they're taking the new subscriptions now, and you've got uh, less than 30 days to sign up. It's good Christmas stuff. Yeah, oh, that's a good thing. If you've got to buy somebody a 20 or $30 gift, just buy it. You'll get it by before Christmas. We all want one, by the Wrap way. Wrap it up, and then boom, yeah. especially hit, your nerdy hit. friends. I mean, I haven't been out to buy really. Your nerdy friends. <laughs> like we have any other. I know. Exactly. Yeah, right, because I thought everybody was just in this, this kitchen here. <laughs> Well, I have nobody. friends that are athletes. <laughs> <laughs> Homestar runner. Reary. <laughs> uh, creator, co-creator Matt Chapman is teaming up with Samurai Jack artist Andy Serrano to create their own webcomic called Cosmic Scoundrels, which follows a pair of futuristic rogues and their ludicrous adventures on the wrong side of the law. Plus, they're hoping that there's a bunch of Easter eggs in this uh, series, just like in uh, Strong Bad. No, say, like... Every Halloween episode that they did on HomestarRunner.com was just littered with 80s nonsense. It was awesome. Love Savage and Rochambeau are the, the 
the name of the two characters bouncing from job to job and foe to foe. Love their Savage. Okay. That's kind of awesome. Mrs. Billingsley. And their tips to get ill-gotten goods don't work out quite the way they expected. Apparently, uh, they've done it in a kind of Jack Kirby style. I like that. That's pretty cool. The drawings. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Blasphemy. You don't talk about the king like that. A lot of people take Jack Kirby's style, and he was the first square fingers. He was the first cosmic, you know, style. Yeah, Eric Eric Larson's still pretty big on the Kirby style. Like, oh, is he? Yeah, he's okay. That's was his. Well, was every comic artist. Eric Larson kind of came in. He. He's not doing anything anymore. He's still doing the Savage Dragon. Dragon. Savage Dragon still. I still remember him coming in and like after McFarlane. You know, when McFarlane quit Amazing Spider-Man, Larson came in, and everybody's like, "This isn't Todd McFarlane. (laughs) Who is this?" And I'm like, "Man, it's still good." That's you when know? I started collecting. And then Savage Dragon came People out. got so yeah. used to that artwork, too, though, because yeah. of McFarlane, oh, he a, dude. Nah, he was a, crazy. Yeah, McFarlane was the G, though. He's still, McFarlane can still fucking draw. Yeah, People shit he on can him draw. because of, Yes, he can character create and he can draw. <laughs> Not much else beyond that. Story well, crafting, got, get him the fuck yeah, out of here. Yeah, you don't want him around. Him and Jim Lee both. If you read Jim Lee's books that he wrote back in the day for Image... Utter horse shit. Yeah. Four words per fucking page. You know, oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. what he wrote. Off Did he write Wildcats? Like well, early on? Because yes. I know he drew it. Now, yes. the one thing I have to say, I like Spawn's probably first 10 to 15 issues. Then the stories just got convoluted. I stopped collecting right around 30. Yeah. Oh, but see, when when he left for a little while, Greg Capula had a fantastic mm-hmm. run on Spawn, man. Really and then just, I don't even. Is you that know. before he went to the 10th? Yes. Yeah, that yeah, that was, I think yes. he's, like we said, he's, I think he's supposed to be bringing that back after his uh, Batman series runs its course. I really liked yes. his his art. It was really, and uh, he he kind of became his own. It, at first, it was he was McFarlane, but then he kind of became same way with own. Stephen Platt. When Stephen Platt first came out, people were like, "Oh, well, can you try to draw like Todd?" You know. But still, I like Eric Larson because the fact that he's um, if you see something by Eric Larson, he's like Jim Lee or Todd McFarlane. Usually, you can tell his art. Right. And I think John Romita Jr. is kind of the same way too. He's I one love of those Jr. guys. If you see his art, you know his art. But there's only one king, man. Don't be comparing people to Jack Kirby, man. CM Punk's maybe That's not true. be coming back to the wrestling ring, but he is going to be writing comics for Marvel. At least half of it. Well, yeah, part of it, yes. I'm waiting for a CM Punk chant to start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck don't, yeah. put, don't put it on one of the panels. I'd lose my mind. <laughs> He's going to be writing a Thor story for February's Thor annual. Let's hope he don't write half of it and walk away. <laughs> oh, too soon? Too no. soon? <laughs> Fuck that guy. How's it too soon? He, made a, he just made a decision. No. Whoopee. Yeah, he went out. Went he out. Took when he took his ball and he went home. Oh yeah, he definitely. He definitely made. He definitely made a bitch move. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, but, but you got to think about it. I mean, they go. He wasn't so happy shit. either. He's a millionaire. I mean, he can do what he wants to do. He doesn't owe his fans any more matches. You know, fuck us. We don't matter to him. It don't matter. He's a millionaire. He don't he need us. He didn't. Never wanted to be in the WWE. He didn't like that. I, he, I remember that, hearing that. Story. He didn't yeah. mind his two million dollar bus tour bus. No, he he, he, he Have knew. you seen Stone Cold ripping him on YouTube? It's fucking awesome. Oh really? Talking about the soap. Here's soap, motherfucker. Wash your armpits. <laughs> oh, it's bad. It's awful. It's funny. They're friends, but it's still good though. It's gonna be yeah. drawn by Choose Rob Gilroy. <laughs> oh. Which he's got a very distinctive style. I like yeah. it. I like Rob. See, oh. I'm, I'm not against punk writing. Uh, oh, no, story, no. He, as long he as he finishes fan, it. Oh, yeah, so. He's a big fan. Yeah, he wrote the foreword to the Avengers X-Men hardcover trade that came out with the $75 fucking price tag. Oh, the yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> he wrote the foreword to the special edition of that last. And it was actually, it was it was decent. He, he explained why he liked Marvel Comics and things. And I'm, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to look forward to it. I think he's a huge fan. He likes. Oh, yeah. it's oh, he's funny a total be- comic nerd. That's for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, how, hopefully he'll 
do good, and I'm, it could be a new career move for him or whatever. But like I said, I hope he writes, finishes the whole story. Don't write half of it and decide he's going to quit. It's <laughs> not going to hang out with Mark Millar. Yeah, <laughs> I got another project to work on. Hey, Mark, go work on. Mark, I got to go get a new tattoo today. Hey, people want to shit on Mark Millar. Lots of times, like right now, Mark Millar's Jupiter's uh, Children of Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah, I forget what they titled it. It's on issue four. The reason it's late, Frank Quietly's ass. It ain't got nothing to do with Mark Millar. He finished Starlight because he had a good. Yeah, artist. but the problem I have with Mark Millar is everything he writes gets, no, becomes a fucking no, book or a movie. No, no, I like I like where his stories go, and then it seems like the last comic, he's like, I don't know where the fuck to go, and I need to wrap this up. And there he goes. Did you read Starlight? No. Okay, well, I'll get the trade. I'll bring it in. Starlight's very good, and the ending does not feel rushed. But I understand with your kick-ass and See, I didn't feel that way with Wanted. I really didn't feel that way. I kind of did with... um, uh, 1985, I felt he kind of wrapped it up. Nemesis, I kind of feel... Nemesis was really bad about that, because it was only like four issues, I think. And Mm. in uh, Superior, he stretched it to like six or eight issues, and it still kind of had that kind of feel to it. But they had that had delays because of Linnell Francis. What is it? Yule? Yule? I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Jason, have you read 1985 from Mark? I have Him and Tommy Lee Edwards. It is a great comic. Uh, it's it's about this kid, uh, and he's a big fan of Marvel and everything else. All of a sudden, the bad guys get into their world. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he's a comic fan, and then the bad guys start showing up. Even to the point like one bad guy's just like fucking shoot him, and he's like. We don't shoot people. That's not when he's like, I'll fucking kill you if you don't kill him. And like, and they just start tearing this town apart because there's no superheroes. Yeah. And the and the kid has Who's to. Who's there to stop them? Sounds, yeah. sounds interesting. There's no and, good I mean, to balance yeah, out the evil. Just, yeah. They're just, you know, when uh, just all the main villains showing up and just destroying everybody. It's just, it's really good. Yeah. Tommy Lee Edwards drew that. He has a real eclectic style too when it comes to the art. It's not as clean or as, you know, so when you're, when you go to read it, it fits the storyline. It's not something where it's like, um, like Bill Sinkowitz back in the day with the New yes. Mutants, it was kind of loose and oh, yeah. aloof almost. I like that. Well, Tommy and Lee Edwards the look is kind of like eighties look. Exactly. Very, yeah. Very it, fits, chaotic. it fits the story. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Also, Lumberjanes, Noel Stevenson is going to be writing the other story. In that Thor book with CM Punk? Yeah. Yes. They're going to write the uh, female one. Um, yeah, they're that, that Lumberjanes. Hopefully it won't bang her first. <laughs> <laughs> that Lumberjanes is really picking up if you haven't checked that out. Uh, especially if you have young daughters. It is a very uh, woman-powerful comic about these uh, little, little girls at uh, summer camp. And it's way different than you think it would be, too. Yeah. It's not like you think it would be. When you, if, uh, The only reason I read it was on a recommendation. My friend's like, you really need to read this. But the same dude recommended Teen Dog. What's Teen Dog? <laughs> you don't, Jake Lawrence, you don't want to know. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, it, you may like it. It's just it's a, it's Teen a te- Dog, exactly. It's about a guy. It's about a teenager who's a dog in high school. Oh, my God. And he walks around and he's like, I'm cool. I'm a dog. <laughs> I don't have fleas. Yeah, that's fucked. I'm it's fucking horrendous. But I mean, some people are, they're eating it up and it's, I want to say boom studios in the first print is like triple what it was. Worth. Boom's really starting really? to pick up. Yeah. It's a, that's the action. We talk about hot books of 2014. Boom has one of them on my list. Well, that's what we're going to do right now. Uh, what hot, what comics that came out in 2014 should you be reading? Now you're the list. one that knows. <laughs> So why don't you go ahead and start breaking? And now, now, Jason, are you a big? Since we're learning about you, are you a big comic book fan? I, I am. I had to stop collecting because I'm broke. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'd be interested to hear because I do want to start getting back into it. So. Yeah, I got a. Um, I had, I was out of comics for a while, but I've been recently, probably the last two, two or three years, been getting back into them. I've never really left. I've always tried to do trades or whatever, but. Uh, 
I remember being like six years old and I've always loved comics. Uh, my holds list is ridiculous. I spend way too much money, but <laughs> that's all beside the point. Um, Rick Remeter and Adam Kubert have a, they're, they're doing the big Marvel crossover this year and it's Avengers and X-Men axis. And, uh, basically the, the pr- premise behind that is the red skull steals Xavier's passed away. He's dead again. Sorry. Uh, spoiler alert. And the red <laughs> skull the shit that started Marvel now. Yeah. Like, we should know it by now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so the red skull has somehow gained control of Xavier's mind. Well, Magneto finds out about he it. He actually grave robbed it. Yeah. So he goes to kill Magneto goes to kill him. It backfires and he becomes basically like the red onslaught. Mm-hmm. And that's where Axis picks dangerous. up. So, you know, you got the red skull with professor Xavier's mental powers and what rocking around the, onslaught suit and rick emmerder he writes a bunch of his creator on stuff is fantastic if you haven't been reading some of his creator on stuff um this year from image deadly class with him and wesley craig is about a kid in the 80s who is basically um you find out as you go along i don't want to spoil too much of it but it's a kid at the beginning he's homeless he's on the streets but he's all scarred up and you figure out why he's scarred up and he basically gets pulled into um a school for assassins so it's kind of like Breakfast Club meets the Artful Dodger, and it's fucking fantastic. Uh, Wesley Craig has a very. Well, if you're a fan of like Morning Morning Glories, would that be? Because that's kind of the same thing. It's a, a little high bit, school, and but you don't know what's going on. Yeah. yeah, this is the same thing. Like you get to introduce to all these characters, but yet it has all this drug use, and it's funny because Rick Remeter is like some of the fight scenes in this story and some of the things happening in the story happen to me in my real life, but I just incorporate them to make it so that it fits this story and what uh, wesley craig he does he has a graphic novel out but his artwork is really good in in the deadly class and rick remeter's been writing captain america he's one of marvel's hired guns right now he, all right he's uh but that's the guy that's writing the so axis. with uh, axis and then even deadly class is that came oh, out both 2014? of those yes okay i put both of those on my list and then uh but my number one pick for books in 2014 that you should be reading if you're not is by image and it's called southern bastards it's by Jason Aaron. Jason Aaron did Original Sin, which was the last big Marvel crossover. Mm-hmm. And Jason Latour is the one that's doing the artwork on that. It's only five issues deep. The first trade's out, so you can pick it up and get on really quickly, get on, jump on board. Um, it's basically about a guy. It's almost like a Buford T. Pusser, 1970s style comic. But it's really, I don't want to spoil anything, but it, it's about a guy that goes back to settle his dad's house. And his dad was the sheriff of the town. Mm-hmm. And the town is ran by the high school football coach. And he is worse than any soprano. So there's a kind yeah. of a walking tall. Kind of. Okay. But it's more or less like you see, you meet characters in here that you have no reason at all to feel the way you do about them. Right. And every issue has... It's not really like, I don't want to say a cliffhanger, or, but you learn more about the. It's very character-driven, and it's very gritty and dark. Like, the second page of the comic is a dog taking a shit. So they're not writing <laughs> for the trade on this one. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. But it, it's the, it's only five issues deep, and the fifth issue is when you, you're at issue five before you get to see the, the antagonist, and you're learning about what makes him the way he is at issue five. But by the time you get there, you already fucking hate him, man. You want this motherfucker dead. <laughs> and that's the thing about it. And Jason Aaron's really good at what he does. Jason Latour's art in there is very, very fitting. And I have, I've recommended to three people and they all have different tastes in comics. One of them likes Godzilla comics mm. and then like weird shit. And he loved it. Uh, nobody I've recommended to has been like, ah, man, it ain't for me. So that's kind of weird because usually like I've recommended stuff to people and they'd be like, ah, I'm not, it's not really my taste, B, because I do have kind of a different taste when it comes to comics than most. 
Um, and then the third choice, I have about ten, but I'm going to give you one more. And it's kind of a cheesy, it's kind of an honorable mention more than anything. It's Robert Kirkman's Possession Tales. Mm-hmm. It's called Outcast. And, um, That's going to be coming to the Cinemax uh, next year, I think? Yes, it's already optioned. And uh, uh, Paul Azazita is the one doing the art on that. And the first issue had me hooked just because I really liked the way that he approached it. And in your first issue of that, of Outcast, it's only on issue like five, I think. Number one was like 44 pages, no ads. And I'm like, good for you, Kirkman. You know, you're on top of the world. He doesn't, no offense, Robert Kirkman's making hand over foot walking dead money. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have to He's go gold make, right now. Yeah, he doesn't have to make a new comic. I mean, he, he does if he wants to stay fresh in the comic book. And people crap on him a lot for some of his past comics weren't that great. I mean, him and uh, Todd McFarlane tried Haunt, and I liked it, but a lot of people didn't. Um, Outcast is really good, if, especially since it's a, you, you, you know he can do zombies. He's proven it. You got 135 issues of Walking Dead in the can. But this is him doing, like, possession. And it's not just, like, exorcist demon possession. It deals with different realms of possession. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. And it's, um, top to bottom, it's, it's, it's a book that you should be buying. And both Southern Bastards and Outcast, neither one of them, Outcast has risen some in value, Southern Bastards. But in the long run, they're going to be worth a lot of well, money. Especially like if, Walking if, Dead if, money. if they get, like, Walking Dead popular and everything else. Yes. But, the, but the, you know what? The, they may not go up as much because The Walking Dead was, what, seven years? Oh, yeah. So there, there is a long time of people not buying these comics. And that's the bad thing about it is, like, Outcast and um, even The New Witches by Scott Snyder. It's only two issues deep. It already has a movie deal. Yeah, you know, it's that's it the new thing. Yeah, yeah. You, as soon as the comic comes out, you got a movie deal. So now, issue one, you know, I, I tell Destination Comics when it comes out, hold me five copies. Yeah. Because those are going to be friends calling me later that week, going, "Man, did you get you got any extra witches?" Because they don't want to pay twelve bucks a piece for them on eBay. No, oh, I know. You know, so that I, I do that. Well, if you think about it, now, I want to respell that. By the way, I, I it's will. with a it's, it's with a Y. It's a Y. Yeah, but there's it's W Y T C H T C H. You put C H T E S. Oh. That's and his Jock fault. Is no, doing, everything's his fault. Exactly. <laughs> Jock's doing the art on that. And Scott Snyder, who writes Batman, who had a run on Swamp Thing, he's the one that's writing Witches, too. And that's on Image. That's his creator-owned book. The um, It's a different take. It's taking Witches like a, as in like the old Norse, like the trees are the witches. you know, And, yeah. and the people that worship them, that, like the Salem Witches, those are just the people who worship the actual Witches. Oh, okay. It's, it's, it's different. It's cool. I've only, like I said, it's only two issues deep. Number two came out last week. And number one's worth triple what it was worth when it came out last month. I think it's 10 bucks on eBay. If I'm not mistaken, Snyder was the one who wrote Swamp Thing that started in New 52, didn't he? Yes. That's when it was really fucking hot. Oh, know? yeah. So, yeah. Dude, Swamp Thing to start off in New 52 is phenomenal. Do you yes. think more and more of these comics are going to get picked up now with television really starting to take on Absolutely. comic oh, books? Oh, yes. Yes, and the success of the Marvel and even DC movies, man, it still did good. So all that stuff is going to blow up. And It there wasn't are... good, but it did do good, yes. It was Better movie. things are coming. <laughs> I have faith. We hope, but I, I, it could have been good. I'm not saying it's going to be on par with what Marvel's doing, but it's, it's still going to be. It's watchable. not going to be as bad as Sony. DC is not going to be as bad as Sony. I, I was yeah. not to not to deter, but have you anybody seen the trailer for Powers? For the yeah, Sony yeah, that was show good. Powers. I don't think so. I'm worried, man. I love the Powers book. I read it back when it was Image before it went to Icon. I had probably read the first 30 issues of that, and I read it mostly for the letters page. But I liked it. It was when Brian Michael Bendis was on top of his game. And they've changed it around. The Dina, the version of uh, uh, the the, the female lead in there, when I see her on the small screen, I'm like, ah, that's not her, man. It's just, it's going to be weird. 
It's going to be on the PlayStation Network. So does that mean like I have to? I don't even know where that's available. How you, you would have to have yeah. a PlayStation? See, that's weird. Don't, it'd be bootlegged. Yeah. But the, the unfortunate thing about when comics hit the screen is then they have to deal with the studios who are like, "Well, we don't like how this looks or where this, this is going." Yes. Which is kind of what they've done with The Walking Dead. Which I thought Marvel was kind of through the comic book censorship and ideas. I th- so it's overproduced when it gets to TV and doubly done. And I, it loses its Ugh. See, I thought Marvel was kind of allowing them to do it with James Gunn coming in and then Edgar Wright, but then they Edgar Wright having a disagreement with Ant-Man yeah. kind of then makes me, is there a Disney formula that they have to kind of work uh, bye with? Bye-bye, yes. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure there is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My brother was uh, in a movie by Disney, and Ron Howard was directing. He ended up quitting. Oh, really? they took over so much. Oh, my God. Wouldn't let him, like, shoot And see, and that's the problem, I think, is Disney should be like, we're going to step away. You guys know what you're doing. Yes. And you guys had success. Just keep doing and keep making money for us. It's also a good time for comic fans because the TV shows. I mean, uh, I personally, I I haven't watched. I watched the first two episodes of Constantine, but Mm -hmm. my son loves it. And I'm not. It's not hooking me yet. But see, it's kind of like a new 52. I didn't even know it was on yet. Oh, yeah. It's like a new 52 Constantine more than this is not Garth Constantine, by no means. It's not. Well, I know Dina. so many people were just so mad that he just—he's not even smoking or something. Yes. he does smoke, but yes. they don't show him actually taking it and smoking. Yeah, but he'll have a cigarette in his hand or he'll light one or something like that. So you know he's smoking somewhere, but yes. they're not actually showing him smoke. Ah, uh, that has, probably has a lot to do with it being on NBC. Um, and I'm liking the flash. I think you're not allowed to show smoking. On TV like Good that. guys, I would regular, say, because for the longest time it was always associated with like villainous characters, like X Files, for well, example. Constantine is not a great guy. You know, no, he's, no, he's, but he's, he's still the protagonist. <laughs> he's still the protagonist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's better than the demons. That <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, and the Flash has been better than I thought it was going to be. I enjoy watching it with that. my kids. I've been enjoying it too. Flash I, to I, me is like watching a good. What would a good Spider-Man movie as a movie be as a TV series? Yeah, There's lots of emphasis on the powers and the whole meta-human <laughs> aspect. They do to a me great it's just job. It's more that. Smallville, just with the it Flash. is kind of like Smallville with the Flash. Kind of. now, like, I, I had to drop. Yeah, I, I dropped Arrow halfway through the first season, but I've been told to come back. I just. I just started uh, watching Arrow. Like I just started the first. Arrow's season interesting. I, s- I sold the first season for just how dark it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, opinion. The second season was way better. That's what I keep. Second thinking. season, story wise, so. is definitely better, beginning yes. to end. Although Arrow, I'll, I'll hate to spoil it, but Arrow basically goes back on his whole creed of like take no prisoners, mm-hmm. and he decides, okay, let's let the police handle it. But it still becomes a better show because then it just adds even more shades of gray. See, that's kind of what I enjoy about him right now, though, is he's just like, I'm going to kill everybody. I don't care. But the second season, he adapts to people who are like that. And he's just like, this really isn't the way to go. So trying to swerve them and convince them is interesting. Right now, he's like the Batman that kills. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Arrow, to me, seems like Batman B anyway. Because there's a lot of B-level villains. Like, season two, like, who the... I I didn't even know who Brother of Blood was before the show. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I was not (laughs) aware. Uh, Some members of the Suicide Squad, like Deadshot, I was not up to date on Dead Shoot. Dead Shot was. Yeah. Is it just me or is it starting to suck again? Season three has not been great. Like, I, oh yay, season two, yay! I like this, it's so much better. And I'm, then it's like, oh, this I'm is not happy with, with the Asia stuff. That doesn't Hong seem Kong? To be going anywhere. It's not. I was really excited for it at the end of season two, and now how, what they're doing with it is just very like, it's very CW. And it's starting to bother me. Yeah, see, I didn't. I, I can't comment on Agent of Shield or. Love Agents of Shield. I've jumped off of both of those, but Gotham is 
to me, it's up there with much watch TV like Sons of Anarchy, Breaking Bad, Walking Dead. Really? I like Gotham. Like Gotham's that. very good. I it's think Gotham very, is very the good, number one show for that demographic on Mondays. I think I'm out of the loop on the Gotham thing. You know like I, I mean, watch I watched it for them. sure. I, I've definitely watched them, but it's like I'm the guy who plays fan, the guy who plays the yeah, Penguin been is at, really good. Oh, he's killing! Mm-hmm. I think he yeah. gets. I think he should get an Emmy. I mean, McKenzie and Logue are really awesome too. Oh yeah, I I don't know whether to hate or love him. <laughs> the penguin, and I always thought I would hate him, but the, the character is played so well and is so dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I root for you. Oh, I hate you though. I my my childhood wants me to well, like because everybody scum rejects you or uh, Gordon. See, but I don't. The thing is, I don't think that the guy who's playing Jim Gordon, I, I like it. But I think he should be the main character, and I think that he's playing a backseat to Penguin. He's playing a backseat Absolutely. to... Absolutely. So, you know, the Penguin... That's kind of what I think I don't like about Because he's jumping in. The Penguin's been... He's been stealing sh- sh- scene after scene. And then I love the little Fish. Easter eggs. Fish. I hate her. Dude, I fucking love Fish Mooney. Oh, Fish Mooney's such an awesome I character. Hate her. I, I she's not really from the comics, so I can't No, she's it. not. That's my Daryl problem. Yes, that's my issue. Like, I clinch up when I see her, and I feel like going, bitch, you shouldn't be here. Yeah. She's you know, doing I mean, such a good job she, for that character. Doing they well. change around a lot really, of that stuff. Like, I think it's arguable whether Selena Kyle build or the Bruce Wayne, and that's what they're portraying here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I do enjoy, there's, like... There's idiosyncrasies. We can't stop that. Well, and plus, we're getting a Batman retelling from something of the 1930s in 2014 on mm-hmm. our television screens and I can watch it with my kids. It's a little violent but I can watch yeah. it with my kids and we mark out And to there's that pot. Shit. Oh, <laughs> it's so good though, man. No, it's, I mean, it's really good. I definitely uh, don't hate it but I, I don't know. It's, it's like, I'm a it's, huge Batman fan when, when Victor, I don't know, Zaza stands up and says, everybody get the fuck out. I'm mm-hmm. going to kill him in front of all these cops and the Gotham police empty. Oh, I know. I'm like, fucking A. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> He's the man. You know, when you watch that and then they, the little Easter eggs with... Um, the the two mob bosses Falcone that's from Jeff Loeb and Tim Sells Long Halloween and Long the Long don't you don't you Dark think they introduced too many people already like they no should just kinda, I think the first two episodes they brought in a lot I think of they were characters like, look at this, I did. Look at this. and then they got yeah. better look when they started Navi, taking like, one and then building yeah, yeah that's what I was and, and they're doing in every episode like that episode where you get the reveal I'm not no spoiler fucking alert fuck you if you haven't seen it all but anyway where the penguin comes and you see the connections. Yes. That he's made and the the moves that he's made so far, like halfway through, you get to see that and you're like, "That's fucking badass. That's a good reveal. That's he, he's just absolutely killing it, man." All right, I'm with you on Gotham, though. I'm still personally, I'm very much a proprietor of Agents of Shield these days. Like, okay, first season sluggish. Yeah, <laughs> the people, first six episodes were rough. I got through episode like, six, I was like, fuck this yeah, shit. I, actually, I, it was more like up through episode ten. It wasn't until post-Christmas that things really started to pick up. Well, it wasn't until post-Captain uh, America. That's what I, That was going to be my next yeah. point. Post-Christmas, I actually started enjoying it more episode to episode, but then once Hydra got incorporated, like the show just completely evolved yeah and it's gotten so much better like it actually has a consistent narrative they're continuing with the different season one into season two character roles have changed for the most part and this past week did you see this past week's episode Martin? yes yes I yeah have. i thought it was one of the best episodes of the season so far well it's it also so it's it's more ward getting when out it first and started it was it was you know it was it was creature of the week episode yeah it was they were very but much none of episodes. the creatures were fucking marvel related from the comics and some of them were yeah. uh, Gal- this Galvatron. season they're building it okay so. because last one it was like you see this guy and they're like oh that may be luke cage oh it ain't fucking luke cage no, yeah. 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 I, I he ended up being a death lock yeah he ended up being a death lock though 
Um, and there was also uh, what, it wasn't Ga- was it Galvatron in the well, first Sif season. Was yes. on there too. Yes. Wouldn't so Sif on there from she reprised her role. She reprised her role. Yeah, Jamie Alexander was on there, and also she's so fucking hot, dude. Also, this season, Mockingbird has become a staple character. Oh, see, that's cool for Hawkeye. That's all right. That's okay. I can get up. Is it working out that it fits well with the movies? Very much so. Is it very much so? I did enjoy that concept. You can meld it all together, and it completely works. Well, now the thing is now is you got to go see the movie so you're aware of what's going oh, on. If you, if you haven't watched Winter Soldier, Soldier anyway, so it's, yeah, yeah. If you ever watched Winter Soldier, I'm going to see it anyway. So sold, you know. <laughs> you don't have to see any of the other ones though. You can probably get some things out of Dark World for this Agents of Shield because it's around the same time, plus yes. Lady Sif showed up. But Winter Soldier is the absolute. You have to watch this in order to understand what's, what's going, going on in the show. And they didn't do anything for Guardians. No, not really, no, because that's not really connected. Yes, it's still Marvel Universe, but there's there there's no way they're going to connect it anytime soon. Yeah, I don't think the, that's cool. Um, what was the other one? Um, what, it, what it boils down to is it's a really good time to be a comic book fan Absolutely. if you're coming to TV, movies, anything else. And I'm actually terrified and, because and great, I can't keep up with TV most of the week. Oh, <laughs> great written comics that are out there too. Oh, the, the thing, that's the thing about it too is that as much as I love Marvel and DC, and I've followed Spider Man and Hulk my whole life, I love Batman. The, the uh, image is killing it. The shit yeah. that they're putting out, their creator-owned books right now are the best. Well, and that's going. the one thing that I like about Image with Marvel and DC. You have to go in knowing that there's 50 years of history. Right. Do you yes. start from the beginning and start reading up, or do you wait for a you know a? With Image, it's more like 20 years. I yes. Think. Well, no. I mean, there's some. There's a lot of their new stuff is like within the last few years. Oh yeah. Like Saga and, and a variety. I mean, Walking Dead's three right. seven years old, right. but. The the old school the, like spawn and stuff like that, yeah. The yeah. advantage is like they're yeah, spawn just hit like characters. issue two fifty though, and it's yeah. only That's yeah, crazy. figure you, yeah, but it's only it's twenty years old. And yeah. if you have access to Marvel Unlimited, you can still go back and read older stuff, which oh, is like, hard to right read. Right now, though. I'm not a I'm not a Sp- I'm not a fan of anything current Spider Man, but some stuff from the '90s and early 2000s, like what fucking uh, Straczynski was doing. Oh uh, my god, his run on Spider Man was so. J. Michael Straczynski's was, it was so good, fantastic. He was so fucking funny. People, like that was the funniest Spider Man has ever been. And in my people opinion. were so mad because he made Gwen Stacy. Go back in time. He went back in time and made Gwen Stacy have twins mm. by Harry Ott, by Norman Osborn. Really? Yes. And Tight. people were like, What? Did you yeah, make Gwen Stacy a whore? <laughs> What's wrong with you? And he got like death threats. But his, um, when he basically had, they tried to revamp the, what happened in Civil War, where Spider Man revealed his identity, mm. and they tried to make it where he made a deal with the devil to save Aunt May's life. And to, he, and, but the drawback is that it is marriage, which yes. that was a Romita decision, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't yeah, it? Like, yeah, yeah. Straczynski wanted his name taken off of the book, actually. He was like, no, no, no. That's not something Spider Man would ever do. And for a, a writer to say, hey, you know, so he had, like, I think there was a lawsuit involved and everything. It, it was, was ugly. fucking hectic, but oh, it wow. was just, it was Romita's decision, ultimately. Ultimately, he thinks Spider-Man works better as a sing- as a swinger, as like a single guy. <laughs> 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 his, his, his dad, his dad was the one who actually John Romita uh, Senior. He took over after Steve Ditko left. He was the the second yeah, artist yeah. really to mm-hmm. draw Spider-Man. So, you know, I, I kind of understand. He's like, nope, my daddy said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's do this. Uh, were you giving us our the list of the 2014 comics that are came out? Uh, El Rock, do you some have of any, them. Anything? Um, I, I'm still going to be reading Access at some point. Okay. I actually wasn't aware it started yet. I thought it didn't start until like later this month, so that'll be something to catch up on. Uh, still reading uh, Turtles from IDW. It's still been really, really good. They finally go. came back from Northampton. Yes, they incorporated that into 
the comics as well, much like with the series. Hopefully, it was pretty well done. Oriented turtles, or is it more like kid friendly? It's definitely more adult oriented. There's actually there's actually an IDW series that is based on the animated series, which is more geared towards kids, which is also really good. Yeah, but. The um, the current comic series written by his name Tom Waltz and Kevin Eastman, one of the original co-creators. Yeah. I, I guess basically decided, okay, I'm in my fifties now. I know my old fans aren't going to want to read this fucking Saturday morning eight, 1980s bullshit. Let's give them something they really want to read, and That's it's awesome. yeah, it's, up, it's up another school. it's up a few notches. It's fucking crazy. It's violent. That's Shredder the way it stabbed, started out, right? Shredder stabbed Casey Jones in the stomach in one issue. Fuck I thought he was going to die. I was like, I, I actually when I read that panel, was you I almost really dropped sad, the book, dude. Was you really dude? Weird? I almost dropped the Casey book. Casey Jones is your favorite character. He's right? he's up there. Yeah. Leonardo was always my favorite turtle, but yeah, Casey yeah. like. I hated him in the show because he was just a dirty hair ripoff. But yeah. in the movies, like Elias Codius was the fucking dude. Oh, like, yeah. he was so the dude. Well, the thing is, the bad guys are also really cool. They're not like the stupid. Depends, silly. dude. Shredder from the '80s series. I love no, James Avery to death, but holy shit, that character's corny as hell. Krang oh, no. is not much better. No, but I'm talking about no this. The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, villains. so you've got Shredder, and Shredder's insane. He's a, he's a complete reincarnation. Um... Krang is actually an interesting character. He's an alien inside this giant body. And I don't mean like, oh, look, I'm this thing with a loyal section sucked out. No. This guy is like a giant titanium tyrant. He's insane. He's completely crazy. He has an army that's ready to just wage war. Uh, and there's good sub-characters, too. Slashes have become really prominent. Old Hob is really, really cool. Old Hob reminds me of, like, the, the underbelly. Like, he seems like he'd be a good Punisher villain. He's a he's an anthropomorphic cat who has all these, like, mafia connections. He's kind of yeah, an anti And he just always fucks too. with a certain... Yeah, he's, he's definitely developing an anti-hero status. Um, Karai is still a big deal. Other mutants, Bebop and Rocksteady finally got incorporated, but they're... They haven't done a lot with them. Then you have guys like uh, characters like Alapex and whoever the fuck that bird was that I can't remember the name. Of. I'll get back to that though. And then Hob, Hob was the most interesting one. Um, not Hob. Um, Hun. There we go. Did anybody watch the TV two thousand three series? No. Hun was the leader of the Purple Dragons, and in this story, they've incarnated him as Casey Jones' oh, yeah, father, yeah. which is incredible. That's like, a cool that's, twist. Yeah. Oh yeah. They they changed his, they retconned a story to where his mother died when he was young, and he was raised by his father, who's a raging alcoholic, and it turns out he's also a criminal in the New York underbelly. They took so. the story from, if you've ever read Ronin, it's the same story from Ronin. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's, it's All the turtles are re they, Everyone gets reincarnated back in uh, present time New York and the person that they were battling with is also there at the same time. It's Shredder. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, sh- I explained to my 10-year-old son, I was like, the turtles, you you know them as being cute and funny on TV. I said, when the combo came out, it was it fucking was dark. Yeah, it, was, it was fucking it, black and white. It was Daredevil. It was, yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. fucking... Oh, speaking of Daredevil, has anyone seen the pictures of his outfit, his costume from the Netflix TV show? I have not yet. It kind of looks like the him when from the old Hulk yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah. the picture. Oh, really? Yes, it's yeah. kind of a, it's kind the of Hulk di- movie. Yes, it uh, kind of looks like. Yes, when I saw it, I was kind of like, "What?" We talking the the two thousand three Hulk movie? Where yes, we here. I yes. didn't remember him being in that. Yeah, Daredevil it's an all black outfit. Hopefully, they're just kind of see. I like the uh, I like Daredevil's black outfit from the nineties. Yeah, I'm guessing it's not the same thing. No, it's not the shadow. No, that is most definitely not the same thing. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Is that that's not right? Is it? That's from the nineteen nineties. Okay, yes. so <laughs> that one looks like he would be a member of the Hand. I could get behind that. Yes. Like but ninja, that's about like it. A really bad ninja. And then I am bringing that up right now. Go ninja, go ninja. Actually, go. this is the book. The only book that I've really read this year was the the new Daredevil stuff. 
Oh, that's excellent. That's this I don't uh, understand. Really I have Chris friends. Sam, he drew that, I think, if I'm not mistaken. This one I understand. I have friends that vehemently hate the character and the atmosphere that surrounds Daredevil. And I'm like, I don't understand. It's actually oh, Hell's good. Kitchen? It's, yeah. it's fucking noir. What's the problem? You like Sin City, but you don't like Daredevil. I can't, I, I can't help you. How like, do you I don't know create what to tell his you. outfit? What do you mean? I mean, he's blind. I mean, how does he know that he's getting the red color and... He's got those six senses, bro. Can he see colors, though? He can feel the difference in the temperature of the colors. Whatever. He can read (laughs) newsprint by hand. Why wouldn't he be able to tell the temperature of the I have nothing to say just Are we assuming that he even knows what color his outfit is? He may not even know what's red. But he wasn't wasn't born blind, though. He became blind. No, we understand he doesn't... He understands colors, but, like, does he know that temperature is blue or red? Oh, yeah. If he touches your shirt, he can tell you the colors. He can read it by touching the... How? Because he has heightened senses of... Heightened senses. So what? He walked around going... It's a comic book. Go ahead. What color is that? That's black. Okay, good. What color is that? That's red. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, I like this. Is that, that what you do if you were blind? Just walk around and just check color temperatures? Hell yeah, hope grab some titties. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, Jason, because even if you're was, wrong, it doesn't matter. If I was so, blind, yeah. I'd, I'd be scared to leave the house. Not even going to lie. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Now, Jason, uh, you were saying you're reading Daredevil. Is there any other comics that you're reading right now? I, I haven't, man. I've been so broke and so busy with the film stuff. But uh, I've been trying to get back in it, and my friend Derek suggested the daredevil books so I, I picked up yes. a few of those trades and it, it is really really good most, most of what i've been reading is just older stuff even with turtles i still keep up with that but uh i also just kept catching up on old graphic novels i just bought hush wanted fucking evil the men do like stuff that was like really predominant throughout the 2000s so see, I've gone sometimes back you just want to catch up like old stuff yeah like i, I went mm. back it because the the daredevil man without fear with romita jr did. Oh, yeah. like that was one of my favorite books yeah i actually I speaking of daredevil i actually just recently, recently downloaded uh guardian devil and i still need to read that i heard it was excellent the yeah, kevin, yeah, smith, kevin one smith from yeah. what like the no, late 90s yeah, I, I think it was really well. out of the list that brian gave me with 2014 didn't mention the woods and that's out of the list there yeah. I have not read Southern Bastard, though I have it. I've read Outcast, but I can't get into it. I haven't read Witches or Copperhead, though I have those at my discretion. Uh, the Woods is very good. It's about a school that just somehow trans it just moves to this other world. Like an alien planet. Yeah, just, just And these people walk out, and, and one of the kids sees an arrow. And basically, like within the first probably seven pages, like, Aliens are eating kids. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, and then like the 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 adult teachers are like, "What are we going to do? We don't have running yeah, the water." Teachers are freaking out, yeah. and the the football coach is like, "I've got power here." Cause yeah, we're going to figure something out. They start yeah. corporal punishment and stuff. And, and these one kids take off. They're like the one smart kid or whatever. The the Some, guy, well, like the, one of the kids feels like he understands what's going on. Yes, he's like the head of the AV club. <laughs> and he's the guy that goes, hey, and he gets together. He's smart, though. He gets together a strong kid. He gets together uh, the survivalist girl. You know, her parents are like preppers. <laughs> yeah. And he gets her, and they go, and it's just written really well. It's written by James Tien in the fourth. He's the same guy who co-wrote some of Batman Eternal and some of Batman for Greg Capula. And uh, Scott Snyder's run, he filled in, like, some of the backstories there. But um, he's – the art in there is by Michael Dalinaeus, I want to say it is. And he's relatively new. I think he's only been drawing for a little while. And it it fits. Some of the alien creatures you see in there are really, really crazy looking. Yeah, like, yeah. like you're like, man, how did he think of this? It looks like a damn bear with four eyes mixed with, I, I don't know, it's green. It's fantastic. Really, I recommend The Woods. And that's the one that's through Boom Studios. All right. Well, I'll bring the show to a close. As always, what did we learn this week, Brian? Um, I learned that... 
Those old Know Your Adventure books. I know that guy was almost 80 years old when he died. Yes, he was. Now, for myself, I can finally, I finally understand why Robbie Longo never watched anything and suggested him because you get even more shit after you finally watch it. <laughs> why? And Jason, I know this is the first time for you being on the show, but what, if you can remember anything that you learned today about somebody or something that I talked about, did you share it with everybody? Uh, well, I've learned that my GPS is horrible. <laughs> I, I, have, I have learned that. You may have to update it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> And I learned that Elrock apparently wasn't a big fan of public access in the in the 2000s. So. Not that I wasn't. I just it was just never there. In 2000s, I didn't even have cable. Oh, you missed out on a lot. So because internet. <laughs> so for Brian V, Elrock, Jason Crow, and myself, say have a fracking good week. <laughs>